everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. My name is Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. But also joining us this week, I'm special guest. Johnny. For the first time ever, third man in. We've yeah. had four people, I think, once on an yeah. episode that may or may not have counted. Yeah, I don't think that actually got released. No, because I think you ruined it. I think you, you That was the uh, the E3 special that you like saved over. Because we uh, yeah. recorded a bunch of things no, all it, at once. It wasn't my fault. The, it was. the program was weird. No, it, it was. You you didn't close out the program, so you saved like as the same name. It's all Joe's fault. Everything's Joe's fault. We hate you, Joe. That's but yes, usually the way it works. Yes, special guest. How are you? I'm doing well. I just bought a car. Hey. So I'm in debt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always so fun. No game yeah. for John for a while. Yes. So this is John, whose voice you may recognize from the last couple episodes of the Broken Clock Podcast main event, uh, the new episode, which is up right now. You can hear that for our WrestleMania show, uh, although we're recording this before WrestleMania, so we can't say if it's good or not. Uh, it's going to be a long day. You guys excited for that? It's going to be a long day, but I'm day. excited to watch and like chill. And You'll get to hear our excitement for it beforehand on the pre part of that show, which and is our, available now, and our absolute exhaustion at the end of it because yeah. it's 45 hours long. Uh, it's going to start soon. It's going to run the entire weekend. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you'll hear our absolute exhaustion of that at the end of the show, uh, but you can listen to that now. That is also up on the same place that you got this. So if you like wrestling, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but welcome, gentlemen. You have a good, you having a good week? Yes. It's a week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you bought a car. You're now in debt. Yeah, I have a car so I can actually drive to work and be an adult and not have to ask for you know, rides everywhere, which You're is so great. You're so independent. John, yeah. John recently moved back to Connecticut uh, after living a couple years in New Hampshire, so he's trying to get his shit all together. Yeah, now the next step is an apartment, so... Yeah, got to get out of there. One step at a time. Absolutely. Well, good on you. But after a little bit of banter, as always, we start with what we've been playing. And John, since you are the new person sitting in this week, what did you play this week? I have been playing NHL 18, even though it's not necessarily new. But I doesn't matter. We play old stuff all the time. I feel like I never get my money's worth out of those games because they're like... I mean, I paid twenty five bucks for because it, it was on sale, but like I only totally play the it. like be a pro mode and go through the entire season. Um, and I was actually talking to Tyler about like the difference in um, difficulties for sports games that I feel like there's not enough range that like I'm playing on semi pro, which is like the middle of the line. Yeah. Um, but if I try and play on easy, I'm scoring like three hat tricks a game. Yeah. And then if I play on hard, it's like I can't even touch the puck. Yeah, you're you're in the minor leagues at that point. Yeah. So. I'm enjoying it because like, I'm the I'm I've got the most penalty mittens in a in a season. I've got oh, the so you're most. Enforcer. I'm I've got the most. Uh, no, just because like anytime you touch anybody with this like stick, it's slashing or tripping. You or, know the yeah. sports these days. Back in my day, you could check a guy into the glass and then slam his face up against the boards, and it'd be totally fine. And now these snowflakes, yeah. But I've only, I've only actually <laughs> been in a fight twice, so I'm not actually the enforcer. I just, like, you, you swing your stick out in front of you, and, yeah. like, automatically you're tripping people. But it's still fun as hell. Typically, I'm yes. also the top scorer. I have the top assists, and the the uh, the um, narrators, like, smash talk me all the time. They're like, they're like oh, he's, you know, un, un, uh, he's not a good player because he can't stay out of the penalty box. And then, like, like, two seconds selfish. later, yeah. they're like... Oh, he's also the top scorer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Commentators yeah. don't know what to do with you. No, but they want to hate you, but they can't. It's a lot of fun, and since the Bruins are doing well, and it's about to be uh, playoff, time. playoff time, and we're not top seed, but we were close. And we were tied for first the other day. Yeah. So 
It's a big, big couple of weeks. I'm so glad to have someone else that likes sports on this show. Mm. Joe doesn't like sports. He doesn't we understand that. We were talking about hockey today, and I was like, hey, you can come to the Wolfpack game with me this weekend. He but... was just nodding along. He doesn't care. No, he said No, actually, the, hockey is like the one sport I'm actually kind of interested in. Oh. I don't know much about it. But um, ice bowling and curling, you weren't having it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unacceptable. I mean, sure. nothing like the fast-paced world of curling to keep Listen, you entertained. I, I'm not going to get into this with you again because you're just so wrong on it. It's an absolutely thrilling sport. But Joe didn't even know the Olympics were happening, so he forgot all, I also all the holidays. Yeah, I also didn't know it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Last week was also April Fool's Day. We recorded early, so I totally forgot to mention it. Did you guys see any good internet pranks? No, I, I, I completely avoid the internet yeah. on April Fool's April Day. April Fool's is the worst well, day Well, also, to be on we were internet. really busy. Yeah. Well, it was it was also Easter. So, like, I was sitting at Easter, and I showed my dad, like, an April Fool's that said, like, Tom Brady retired. And, like, I held up the phone to him and, like, watched him read it and then watched his eyes, like, explode out of his head <laughs> and immediately go to his own sports apps to be like, what the fuck? And I was like, Dad, what day is it? And he's like, oh, damn it. And he, like, got up and was really mad at me for, for fucking with him. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing that said that Stephen King was running for uh, – governor in maine and i was like that's never happening and then i mean it's entirely plausible he does live up there he's yeah right all of his right is an american to do so, so writes all of his books about it yeah. sure but like he, he hates, loves the state he hates government as much as everyone so yeah but if ron swanson could work in the parks department for 11 seasons or whatever then then stephen king can run for governor yeah it's absolutely plausible i believe it no i completely avoid the internet on april fool's day that's like right. I, I don't want to the best thing to do yeah it i mean like I don't know if I'm just curmudgeon-y, but I'm just like, I look at everything just kind of like with like a... Uh... Well, so many times they're just lazy. Yeah. They're just like, it's not an April Fool's prank. It's just a lie. And it's not even a good one. Yeah. The only thing I did see um, was uh, a vacuum uh, specifically designed for Lego. <laughs> oh, nice. It was like a vacuum for Legos that like sorted the Legos like as you vacuumed them up. Interesting. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but that, I mean, obviously, it was an April Fool's prank. Yeah, but I think that's the only thing I saw the entire time. But I mean, it, like you said, like you said, it was also Easter, so like I was spending time like playing baseball with my nephew and stuff. Oh my God, sports! I know with wow. a child though, so it doesn't really count. He's yeah. three. So <laughs> I didn't yeah. have to play too hard. No, it's not real. It's not real baseball, but still, yeah. Joe is still pitching overhand and fucking whipping it at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. he's good at it though. But how is he NHL fucking, 18? Like, cracking the ball, man. He was great. Nice. It's good. I am playing on like the hybrid controls, so I have some of the stick controls and some of the button controls because I can't do all stick, and um, I'm enjoying some of it. The deking is really hard because you yeah. have to hold down bumpers and deke at the same time instead of just using your normal stick, which is what it was the last the last time I played. I think it was 2016, and it was entirely stick. You didn't have to like bumper or anything like that. Yeah, I played in the beta. And I remember, I think I talked about it on this show, where like I was playing a guy online because that was all you could do with the beta was like play online. And the guy beat me like two to one or like three to nothing, and then sent me a message on PSN. It's like you're trash. Never buy this game. You suck at like hockey games. I was like, dude, you beat me three to nothing. Like that's not even that good of a score. Right. Like, yeah, you can say that. Good if you had you? Like, like, yeah. If it was like ten nothing, yeah. then you have something to say. Like you just barely beat. It might have even been like two to one. I was like, dude, you just edged me out. What do you mean I'm trash? Like. I don't care how much you dominated the game. Like, you won two to one. Like, you're not that much better than me. Yeah. And I've never played this game before. So, what does that say about you? You really suck. And I never heard from him again. So, I clearly got yeah. to him. Um, <laughs> well, and like, I win. The, yeah. the way I'm that the sports best. games work is like, there's usually that one thing that you can just take advantage of the whole time. Yeah. And so, like, I know the exact time I can fucking slap shot and I'll score a goal every time. So, like, it feels bad that, like, I keep using it. But at the same time, like, I'm. 
I, 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 I restarted my season because I, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go through there with the draft and see who drafts me. And the Avalanche drafted me. I was like, I don't want to play with the Avalanche. So I started again, and now I'm going through the CHL, and I'm actually playing like the entire um, season through the CHL, and then I'll get drafted to whoever at that point. But you Are can you gonna re- just keep doing it until you get the Bruins. No, c- but c- because you can request trades. So yeah. like sometimes if, they'll ask you too, like what team would you like to be drafted by? Yeah, like the Bruins. Like cool, they want you. You were good enough. Oh yeah. yeah. And like I could have done that with the you know, the first one is requesting a trade, but it was also in the beginning of the season. Like if you request a trade and you've no been one. playing for two games, they're gonna be like, yeah, screw you. We're, we're sending you back down to the minors if you're gonna be picky. Yeah. We um, don't want you. But it's good, and I—I I mean, like I'm—I've scored, I think, like 65 goals, and we're not even halfway through the season, so it's like nice. I'm dominating. But it's the still fun. Could use a guy like you. Exactly. Um, nice. Did you play anything else this week? Uh, I actually, me and John keeping. I, the excuse me. I asked him. This well, isn't. This isn't both your, of us. This isn't your time, Joe. I know you're used to just being you and me, and this I always talk to you. This is my show. Damn it. No. I'm talking to him. He's going to delete this what now. what else did you play this week? Well, Joe and I actually played a... a Thank you, John. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> Joe and I played got some uh, Super Nintendo games today, and I got to uh, use my barely not often used Katakana skills and read things out loud so we could figure out what we were playing. Oh, that's right, because Joe bought a bunch of Japanese games. Yeah, yeah. and so I was like Shh, trying Joe, to read John what it was. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Yeah, Finally. So I was trying to like read out what John it was. Replaces me yeah. the, the, the so this, is, this is a backdoor pilot to our spinoff show, oh, which is the exact same thing except you're not in it. Damn it. <laughs> it's called the Broken Clocks Podcast minus Joe. Yeah. Sans Joe. Sans Joe. The No Joes Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> but you we did it. play hockey, uh, and we played uh, NHL 96 and did not enjoy it very much. No, NHL 96. Um, you got to get 94. That's the one. Yeah, the, okay, know, those, it was 94 the, that, that was... No, we played 96. Yeah, yeah. but Joe 94 was the one that was with was NHL... Oh, yeah, because you, you said you got one, NHL 13 like, or 16 or something like that came with NHL 94 in it. Was it 2014? Maybe it was 14, yeah. So it, it was, was like, the 20, yeah. year, the 20 anniversary. year anniversary thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the one. Like, that's <laughs> the one that Brody plays in Mallrats. Like, that's the one everyone had on Genesis. Like, yeah. NHL 94 is like the definitive... Yeah, uh, Hartford, the whale. Yeah, they only beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime. You know it. Yeah. Now but, they're not even a team. Yeah. But then we played uh, Stanley Cup, and that was well. No, then we then we played Street Hockey '96. Oh. Yeah, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Street Hockey '96 is terrible, which was the most '90s thing we've ever seen. See, that sounds kind of awesome though, because I also played Street Hockey in the '90s, like in real life. Yeah, no, the so. game was unplayable. Like it was really bad. It's two on two. Did you ever two. play against kids in Street Hockey in the '90s? Like, <laughs> That's also. <laughs> Let's start checking them. Yeah, uh, yeah. We uh, we played uh, Street Hockey '96, and that was just a mess. Um, like you, it was only it was two on two, but when you're playing, you don't actually control the other person on your team. Oh, so it's like it's so like it's like the doesn't one part of NBA Jam where you can be like, I just want to play as me. I don't want to play both people. Yeah. So like the other person's doing like their own thing, and they're completely useless. Well, they and never the do camera anything. centers on the ball not on the players so like there was times where like we couldn't see each other because we we're at opposite ends of the the rink because the, it, the camera just stayed on the ball the whole time oh is it like first person from the ball's perspective pretty much I, I, I guess yeah this is <laughs> this of. is the ball's story yeah. this is not this is not a hockey game yeah, it's not about you guys it's about the ball yeah, yeah. nice uh, and then after that then we played stanley cup um for the super nintendo uh, which was like an officially licensed Nintendo game. Yeah, it said uh, exclusive rights held by Nintendo. Yeah, was it NHL teams or was it like I assume no, so? No, it was all NHL, NHL teams. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's Stanley Cup, so I have to assume. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that game was fucking awesome. 
can you play like actual games or you're just playing the Stanley Cup like seven game series? No, we just played an exhibition. It was just oh, okay. was just one thing. Because I remember there used to be like NBA Finals, the game, and like you can only play as like five teams that made the play, like six teams that right. made the playoffs the yeah. previous year, and that's it. And you can only play the NBA Finals and have like a seven game series, and like that's it. Yeah, like the most bare bones version that they would put out in. May or whatever of that year. So yeah. That's at nice the, that they had all of those. Yeah. Like at the beginning, it asked you like what division you want to play in. And like we weren't sure at first if it was the whole thing because it's just like what division do you want to play? And then you pick your division and then you can pick from the teams like in that division. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like an all-star game. But yeah. it was like when you get the puck, the, the perspective changes to the team. So like it's either you're either facing your end of the ice or the other players placing the other end. So the camera kept switching, which was a little weird, and it yeah. took a while to get used to. But then after that, we figured out all the buttons, and we're just fucking like wailing on each other. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. It was it, it was just a contest to see how badly we could hurt each other. Well, yeah, uh, like, all we were doing was just hockey. fucking going around and fucking checking in. And it was like weird because like it was pretty much just check, but it assigned a different yeah to it. so like you would just be going around checking the shit out of people but it would be like tripping and be like no no i totally checked and then be like holding and like no i fucking leveled him and it was the kind of thing where like you would hit somebody and they would go flying across the rink yeah nice yeah uh, but yeah that game was fun as hell like they, they said the perspective was really weird at first when we turned it on i was like oh i don't like this this is fucking confusing um and like really kind of like disorienting but like once you got the hang of it it became like really kind of engrossing uh, I was there was a kind of thing where like I was thinking at first when we started playing it I was thinking like okay this is weird from like a modern perspective of looking back at it but I bet you back in the 90s when this game came out it was like groundbreaking Probably, in a way of like yeah. the way it was like designed the way that like the camera worked and stuff mm-hmm. um, because like ev- you know everything else is usually either very static like you know NHL 96 was like from above it was like the camera like looking down at the top of the rink and your guys going around and um the the street hockey one was just going like side to side like nba street kind of just going yeah. left and right but this one was like really dynamic with like the camera swooping around and changing yeah, angles and stuff a big deal back then yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. it was like like kind of like parallel or a parallax thing i mean you know what parallax is the, the like the, from the, the green the, lantern movie uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is him. I know. I know that one. No, yeah. it's like uh, like a two point five D almost. Where oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like it spins the, the, around, but yeah. you're only in one dimension at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you can see like you know the the, the changing angle, of the background kind of thing. Gotcha. It's yeah. kind of like what they do with like sports highlights now, where they show you like they show you video, then they pause the video, and it's a static for a second, and then it dramatically shifts to another camera angle, right. mm. and then the video keeps playing. And you're like, wait, how the fuck do they do that? So that kind of sounds like what that is. It's yeah. a million cameras. That's how they do. That. Yeah, I know. Like, but they, like, it makes it look like it's panning, but it's not. It's just like like the matrix. to another. Like uh, when the position. camera would spin around him on the matrix. Well, that really happened. Oh. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. Um, nice. So what Japanese Super Nintendo games did you play that, to let John take advantage of his knowledge of some Japanese? Uh, we were playing Fire Pro Wrestling. We, I, I put Fire one of them, Wrestling. Fire Pro Wrestling 3, I think was the one that we were playing. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for the new PS4 one. It looks good. Yeah. It's weird. It's like um, MMA, I think. What, the old one? No, the new one. Really? Yeah. The, I saw like pictures of the new one, and um, I mean, I'm sure it's like a weird combination of both or something, but it was like an octagon ring like a cage ring like hmm. like at the UFC and like the person was like on the ground and like the person was like ground pounding them I mean that could happen in wrestling too yeah but, but like the, the, the ring looked very clearly like a UFC ring weird yeah 
I haven't seen those videos slash. Maybe it's shots. a different mode. Like maybe, maybe you can switch between like wrestling and stuff. But okay. the only thing I saw was the uh, like the UFC looking one. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we played that. Um, Did you play that horse racing one? No, we didn't play Winning Post. What about the uh, What about the one that we bought randomly and we were trying to use Google Translate live to like see what it was called? Oh, we're like, shit. whatever, it was two dollars. I don't care. Yeah, I should have had John uh, try and play that one. It was I like bought... a brothers of brothers time or whatever. Like it was something weird. Like brother, <laughs> brother, was the... brother, brothers. Well, it was like brother was the only word that like Google kept like popping up on the phone. We were just like, what is this? And we're like, I don't it was know. called like Otogi or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it, like I put it in and I started playing it and it was essentially just a visual novel. Oh, <laughs> and I'm oh, like, yeah. well, I don't know what to do with this because yeah. all it is is reading in Japanese and I can't read Japanese. This doesn't work yeah. at all. But I mean, I paid five bucks for it, but so whatever. I should have put that in and see how like lo- far yeah. you can make. Oh my god, figure out what thing. little I could have. See understood. how far John can go on his limited Japanese knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. Actually. Yeah. But it was funny because I was like, we were trying to figure out the the menu system, and he was like, I don't know what any of this does, and like. The way katakana is, it's 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 uh, phonetically uh, borrowed words. So like it'll be English words, but it'll be written in, in their their characters. And so a lot of the stuff you kind of have to say out loud and then like think in a Japanese accent. So like the the first one was like uh, it like you'd be like exit. shinguru, and I was like oh single. Yeah, what? or you'd be like exit Bhutan. Yeah, and, and like, I was oh, like exhibition. Exhibition, and I was like. Oh, ex- ex- exhibition. Okay, and then it was Doyurudambudu, and I was like, "Oh, Royal Rumble." <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like all the character names are completely different. Yeah. Sting is um, the, the the spike. The spike. Because <laughs> they had like you know they not obviously the licensed versions of people. Like yeah. there was a ton of like Japanese people, but like we, we were going through and like it's all like Japanese guys that were like, okay, we don't know who any of these guys are, and then like eventually you get to like Hulk Hogan, and his name was like X. Like Dugan or something yeah. like that, and uh, it's a rough like, translation. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they can't. Uh, they're right, not licensed. Yeah, no, so, obviously. and then there was like the Road Warriors and uh, Sting, who was the Spike, and a bunch of other people that were. And like, then uh, an alien. Yeah, and then for some reason the sprite was Vader. Yeah, the the sprite of the character was Vader. Like Darth Vader or Vader the wrestler. No, Vader, Vader the wrestler. The wrestler. Okay. Like big fat guy with like yeah, the red no. like mask. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. like next to that they had a picture of their face like like up close and it was like an alien. Huh, maybe they knew something we don't. Yeah. And it was like I don't know if like Vader ever came out at some point with like a weird alien helmet on that he would like take I don't off know. when he was wrestling. I don't think so. Yeah, I, uh, I doubt it. Yeah, but, it was really weird. But you guys had fun playing your Super Nintendos. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I think the hockey games uh, were yeah. a lot of fun. And the Stanley we, Cup we had a blast playing. Yeah, and then we played um, Super Chinese World. Super Chinese uh, Joe, World. You, I told you, you can't be offensive anymore. But that was the name of the game. Yeah, that's and it was like <laughs> I don't uh, care. weird. <laughs> Uh, like, okay, what era it's from? It's bygone. <laughs> Not allowed to use it anymore. Uh, it, yeah, that one was it's like weird. an RPG, but it was, yeah, it was like. It, so the game starts off, and it's like a top-down RPG, like a la like um, Dragon Quest, like a Dragon Quest, okay, or like uh, Zelda Two, where it's like a top-down worldview kind of thing. Wait. Zelda 2 was Link. That wasn't top-down worldview. That was side-scrolling. No, no you, you would started walk around off the world. Down. Oh, thing, okay, and then you would yeah, walk yeah. in the towns, and it would switch to side scroll. Got mode. it, got it, got it. Um, so, yeah, it like, started off like as a top-down worldview, but it was two players, so like our two guys are just kind of like wandering around the map. Um, and then it would do like the Final Fantasy combat thing where like it goes flash, and then it looked like Dragon Quest still, where it was like just the character standing on the screen and like different commands yeah. underneath it, um, like Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Um and we were like, didn't know what any of the commands said, so we just like clicked on stuff, and then it would put it into like a dragon, 
Double Dragon. Double Dragon style, like, beat-em-up mode. Oh, cool. Um, where, like, we would, you know, I guess it was saying, like, when the picture of the things with the monster saying, like, you have to beat this guy, and probably, like, how many of them are. And, like, they would just come in, and you just run around, like, beat-em-up kind of uh, Double Dragon style. Nice. Um, but the controls were, like, awful, and, like, the combat wasn't very good uh, at Yeah, all. it was super floaty, so, like, your character would jump, and, like, he would just kind of, like, float in midair, yeah. and then, like, you wouldn't, you couldn't tell where he was landing, and... And it was just punch was, like, the only thing... That was the only button? Was punch? Well, and, like, I went to the menus, attack. and I was trying oh. to figure out what there was, and there was a thing that said ninjutsu in there, so I'm sure you get, like, later on, you actually Spells acquire some sort of powers. Or, like, being able to throw ninja stars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but we didn't get that far. Joe died pretty quickly, and then we were like, eh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just kind of like, all right, we we get it. Like, yeah, yeah. We've understand this. Yeah, now. and like, I mean, we had no idea what we were supposed to be doing. So like, we just wandered around the map, like got into a fight, and then we like went into a cave, and got into a fight, and then I died, and then we went, okay, we're done. Let's play hockey instead. Nice. Well, aside from Super Nintendo games, Joe, I'll let you have some time uh, now that we've asked John and I stopped you from interrupting. What did you play this week? Uh, nothing. I nice. played more Far Cry Five. And still liking it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still having a hard time dealing with like the weird tonal shift from like really serious to really goofy to stuff. Really far cry. Yeah, I mean, and it's the kind of thing, uh, you know. It's like I said last week. Like the goofy stuff is very far cry. Yeah. It's just that when you do the main story stuff, it's so fucking serious, but it's so good that I'm like, I really wish it was more serious the whole time. Mm. Um, uh, but I uh, I bought like all the other Far Cry games because one of the things from like the forums I would go to. Uh, and everyone was talking about, um, and it's weird because I remember not enjoying it, but everyone was talking about how great Far Cry Two was, yeah. which is a game I did not enjoy on the I 360 didn't like it either. at the time. This is the Africa one, right? Yeah, yeah. and everyone talked. About, it was like talking about how great it was, and even um, Skip, I was talking to, uh, he said he was watching like a YouTube video where a guy was comparing like all of the stuff that you could do in Far Cry Two versus the stuff you could do in Far Cry Five, about like how. Uh, in depth, the design of the game was how, like, if you shot a tree, you could shoot like the individual branches off the tree, as opposed right. to just like shooting generically into a tree cool, that takes no, no damage. But that's what Far Cry used to be about. The first Far Cry was like that, and then Crisis came out, and Crisis was the same thing, where like Crisis, you could like punch off branches and set trees on fire, and then and then like, like set, also like, branches like the field on fire and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like you could shoot the individual <laughs> body parts of the enemy. So like if you shot them in the leg, yeah. like all of a sudden they would be like limping and grabbing their leg, and they couldn't like run anymore. I think that was more in depth than you gave it credit for. Yeah, I I just remember not enjoying it because the game like had a weird thing where like you had malaria and it wasn't actually open world like. Yeah, you had to keep injecting had, like with medicine to like stay alive. Yeah, and also like if you left the area that they wanted you to be in, it would be like, oh my god, your malaria is kicking in, and you would yeah. like pass out. <laughs> and like, wake I can't up. go out. I can't go too far. My malaria is acting up. Yeah. yeah. So like you like you walk ten feet in the wrong direction and it's like oh malaria and then you just <laughs> pass out and like somebody would like drag you back to where you're supposed to be and I remember being like oh, I thought this was like a big open world game where you could go anywhere but it's not letting me do that. I like how in Far Cry Two malaria is like a dog with an invisible fence collar. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Don't don't go out. You're really gonna get not have a good time. <laughs> like oh yeah, guys, my malaria. I, can, I have to stay within five hundred feet of my house otherwise <laughs> my malaria. You know that's rough. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a proximity-based disease. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have any weird malaria in Far Cry 5, and you're still having fun with it? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, my point was that um, <laughs> Far Cry 2 was on sale oh, okay. for like 8 bucks on oh, yeah. Xbox, backwards compatible. Yep. Uh, so I downloaded it. I didn't start playing it yet, but like I want to give it a try and like see if maybe you missed something. Yeah, like see if now, like if I go back and give it a try now, if I'm like 
I'll have a better appreciation for yep. it. Um, but I'm still enjoying Far Cry Five. I'm having a blast with it. Um, it's it's a even when it's like at the, you know the goofy stuff that I don't like, or it's, I can't even say that I don't like it. It's just the tonally like I wish you it would either be, be serious or goofy. Yeah. Either way, Choose like pick one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we talked about last week. Was that like the serious stuff was so engaging because it's like about a cult, about kind of a serious kind of thing. And I actually watched that documentary that you were talking about. I finished it. It's great. Yeah, and it it very much. It feels very much like Far Cry 5. It is very much like, uh, you know, it. you would think that this would be the, that was the inspiration yeah. for so, it. I, in case you didn't listen last week, uh, the documentary we're referring to is the Netflix documentary, Wild Wild Country, about a commune slash cult. Like, they never call themselves a cult. They try to even say they're not even a religion. Uh, took over it was, he was like a self-help in, guru kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, took over a town in Oregon in the 80s, and it's it's very it's very engrossing. It's a very good documentary, John. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I saw it on the thing. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, but it was just like, it was weird that like that came out right around the same time as Far Cry, which is about a cult in the, you know, Northwest. In Montana. That, yeah. Uh, and this, it, was, it was very much the same thing. Like when you play Far Cry, they talk about how like, you know, this guy came to town and he like brought a bunch of his cult followers with yep. him and they just start buying up the property in the town and they're like, build this big compound there. And they're like, yeah, like, you know, and then they started like in like putting their people in charge of things. So they're like, you know, uh, we're putting our people in the police force and stuff. And yeah, they're, yeah. you know, just so that like, you nobody reports it. Uh, no, I did not. Well, actually the funny thing was that I actually knew about that. I had watched a YouTube documentary about it mm-hmm. a while ago. Um, and I for, just like forgot about it. Yeah. Um, so I went back and I watched. I watched the first two episodes of Wild Wild Country. I think that's what I had seen by the time we talked about it last week. Yeah. And then I went back and I rewatched the YouTube documentary, which was like a twenty minute documentary yeah, kind yeah. of thing, just to like refresh myself about it, yeah. to to remind me about like all the crazy shit that went on. Real good. Yeah. But yeah. It, like it now that I like reminded myself about all that stuff, the there's parallels. so many parallels yeah. with Far Cry that's like really interesting. Nice. Well, that's not the only thing you played this week, Joe, because we also played more A Way Out. Yeah, we had uh, a blast with it, actually. Yes, it is. Uh, it's still really good. Like, we played another, what, two, three hours the other night? Yes, it? about. Um, so, I think we're about, like, five to six hours in at this point. Yep. Um, we found our way out. Hey, spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll be talking a little bit about it. So, if you don't want to know anything about the game, just you can fast forward a little bit. But you do find a way out. Uh, about I mean, all the two- trailers showed them, like out of prison anyways two and a half three hours into the game and in doing so we found the most fun i've had so far with this game which was just doing anything other than playing the story <laughs> like there are a ton of mini games like sprinkled throughout the world mm-hmm. uh you we showed up to a farm and we could play horseshoes which was super fun so it's just joe and i taking turns playing horseshoes and seeing who can get the higher score the whole time it was we me. we should have been very pressured because we're supposed to be stealing a car to get away because we just broke yeah. out of prison Instead, we stopped to, like, dick around, uh, search through the house. There's no sense of urgency whatsoever. Like, get, I was trying out lunch. I was making prank phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't. Ordering pizzas and stuff. Yeah. You, basically, you get these far- – you scare these farmers out of their house by letting their horses go. And you're like, all right, sweet. We can go in there. We can change our clothes. We can steal their car. Like, we got to go. Everyone's on the lookout for us. We're not that far from the prison. And we're just, like, making prank phone calls, trying on hats, like – Changing clothes, like having a horseshoe competition, yeah, dicking around in the barn, like no sense of urgency whatsoever. <laughs> and then only when we got to leave did they magically get the horses back and be like, "Hey, you varmints, like don't steal our truck." They're on the phone with the cops, yeah. like calling. 
Uh, but no, we played some horse. Like so, let's see what what little mini games we played. We played horseshoes. Horseshoes after we get escaped. We played darts mm-hmm. back at your trailer park, which I won at darts. You did. Uh, it was a good back and forth. We had several good uh, several good exchanges. Mm-hmm. Um, we played some baseball with the locals in the trailer park. Yeah, that we, one I could not figure out. I don't understand the scoring of it. Yeah, the scoring didn't make any sense, and also like. No matter when I pressed the hit button, it would miss. But I didn't know if I was early, I was late, I was under it. Like I didn't. Right. It didn't Meanwhile, really like, I was it. like cranking them out of the park. Yeah, but you were getting like ten points for it. So but it also, like I was doing that when the the computer was pitching. Yeah. As opposed to when like I when we because at first we were just trading batting back yeah. and forth, and then I figured out that I could actually control like the pitch. Go over to the thing and be like, "Yo, can you let me pitch?" Yeah. And then I was just, like, fucking hucking balls at you as quickly as possible. Uh, and then my favorite one that we did was we played basketball with your son, your character's son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kept stealing the ball from your kid. Like, you were trying to have, like, a nice fatherly moment. And, like, we finally get there. And he's like, hey, son, let's shoot some hoops. Like, let's reconnect because I've been in jail for X amount of years. And it's, like, this nice, sweet moment. And you go to pass the ball to your son. And I cut in front of your son, steal the ball, and slam dunk. And on the mic in my headset, I went, man, fuck your kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real world. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then I tried to fuck my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened a lot. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, your, your your kid looks really distraught over there. Let me go help your wife fix this motorcycle. And I'm over there. Like, he's having a heart-to-heart with the son, and I'm just like, vroom, 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 vroom. Like, I'm revving the engine as if it was like a euphemism for any time there's sex in a video game, it would be engine revving. Right. And I'm like, you hear that? Can you hear that in your headset? Me, vroom, 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 vroom. Meanwhile, like, I'm over at the treehouse with my kid. Like, yeah, just trying to absolutely have a heart-to-heart. Like, I swear to God, that guy better not be fucking my wife right now. <laughs> and he just, uh, so yeah, that was that was really fun. But yeah, like it's it's kind of actually really refreshing that a game about breaking out of prison uh, makes these moments in the real world that are kind of monotonous, like playing darts or shooting hoops in a backyard, like basketball court, right. kind even, of feel even like awesome. Re- even like re- repairing the car. Yeah, when we had to repair the truck, it's just like it. You'd think that all right, these are just dumb little like mini games that we have to get through, or that like they put in there and they all kind of suck. Um, but it actually makes sense to like, oh, I'm having really fun doing these random menial tasks because if I just got out of jail, like I would love to go play darts if right. I'd been in jail or get for like X fast food years. or something. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's making those things feel more impressive. And I don't know if it's intended to do that or that's just how we're perceiving it when we're playing it. But I, I had a blast when we were playing. Yeah, we were just games doing, are what you make it, man. Yeah, exactly. We were just doing everything else. So, like, that made me like the game even more, which mm. was nice. Like, I was already having fun, like, doing the puzzles and breaking out and distracting people and things like that. Um, and I'm excited to see where the story goes. I don't think we have too much left of it. But, um, but yeah, all the, like, all the mini games. Like, I kind of just wanted to go find random people online. And just be like, hey, we're going to do this mission. Do you care if I just play darts the whole time? <laughs> like, I don't even want to do anything else. Is that is that cool? Like, you can go play basketball with the kid, and I'm just going to keep here shooting darts. That's fine, right? Like, just find random strangers to play darts. So if anybody's looking to play darts in a way out, uh, hit me in DMs on, on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, and we'll go play some darts <laughs> in a way out. Like, I'm totally down. I'm not even joking. Um, uh, but, yeah, so that was all you played then this week, Joe? Yes. Um, so in addition to me playing A Way Out, I also have been playing MLB The Show. I had done like a borrow of it last week and then went out and bought it because I had so much fun with it. Uh, so I've been playing that, continued this week. Uh, but also my big excursion yesterday, so we're recording this on Saturday, was I went to PAX East for the first time. I had never been to PAX oh, before. Oh, you've never been to PAX before? Never been to PAX before, which oh. is the uh, Penny Arcade Expo East Coast in Boston. Well, it's not even, they don't even call it the Penny Arcade. It's just straight up PAX now. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with Penny Arcade anymore. 
Sure, it does. There was there's penny arcade stuff all over that place. Right, sure. but I think they're trying to subtract like the oh okay. yeah, the, they, like, it's like, packs. They said that they don't, they want it to be its own thing, not like tri- like they don't even do the keynote anymore. I don't think. No, there's yeah, there's nothing special like that about it. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is the first time I'd ever been to to packs or even just like a video game convention. Like I've been to Comic Cons really? before, huh. but not like a gaming one. Um, so like I've been to Comic I didn't know that. I mean I've been to PAX a couple of times now. Yeah. No, I never uh, it was never something where I could like commit the weekend time to it or had the money at the time right. to go to it and like I ended up finding a ticket super cheap to go yesterday and decided to just go up and like make a day of it and uh, I had a lot of fun. It was it's definitely something where I would have wanted another day cuz there were things I didn't get to play that I wanted to. Uh, mostly because I took time to stand in the Nintendo line, which was like an hour and 45 minutes. Mm. Uh, but once you were inside the Nintendo booth, you got to stay as long as you wanted to. Oh, really? So I got to play everything I wanted to and like skip some stuff that I didn't really need to play. So What did you play? Uh, so I played a lot of things, and I wrote everything down. So one of the first thing I, I did when I got there is I went over to the Sony booth because I'm a big Sony fanboy, as everybody knows. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to see what they had there. And they didn't have anything like super big. Um, my heart was kind of silently hoping that there would be a Spider-Man something just because, uh, and we'll talk about it, Spider-Man was in the news this week, the Spider-Man game. So I thought maybe that was kind of like, a, hey, here's some news about Spider-Man, and then we're going to have people playing it at PAX. Right. That was my secret hope, even though I knew it was a long shot. Uh, but when I got over there, the first thing that I really wanted to play that they had a ton of uh, demo stations for was Detroit Become Human, which oh. is I've talked about being really excited for. It was... Yeah. The same demo that they had at PSX um, that, that I watched then, but actually getting to play it uh, was really fun. And it was really like, I, I'm super, I'm more into this game now than I was before. And I was, I was pretty well into it before in terms of being really intrigued and wanting to play it. Uh, but playing through that demo was just, it was really cool to just do all the investigating of the crime scenes and like looking around and seeing like, okay, what kind of questions do I want to ask? What this kind of the, approach I want to take? This was like you're on the... Um you're you're an android investigator. You show yeah. up. Uh, and I'm android just trying to remember which taken... one of the ones. Is it the one where you're like in the penthouse? Yes. Like investigating the murder. Yep. An okay. android has taken a little girl hostage. Shot the dad. The mom's like, "Oh, you're an android. You can't be here." Oh like, yeah, and you have to like talk him down off the ledge. You have to try to talk him down off the ledge. Um, so there's a couple different ending scenarios that you can get. Like, did they let you play through it multiple times to try and get different endings? I mean, I could have played. I could have gone as many times as I wanted to theoretically, but like once my demo was over, like. You let other people yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while it was there was there were so many stations for it, so I didn't even have to. I basically had to wait the length of one demo to play. Hmm. Like I just got in line behind one person because uh, it wasn't like a long line that you waited and then they called you over. You just walked up, and if there was only one person waiting, you stood behind that one person. When they were done with the demo, you went and played the demo. So yeah, I played it. Uh, I got one scenario. Other people next to me got a different endings, which is cool. That's cool. A lot of different things can happen. Uh, I'm super. I'm super into it. It's. It looks amazing. And granted, I was also standing, you know, two feet in front of it, so it looks better, obviously, in HD when you're like sitting right there. But I, I really like it. Uh, was God of War there? God of War is not there. I was also hoping for God of That's War. That's disappointing. Yeah. Though I uh, I did pick up the God of War collection for the Vita, so I was playing that in a lot of the lines I was waiting for yesterday. <laughs> nice. So I got my God of War fill yesterday. Yeah. Just trying I to honestly play through uh, them before 4 comes out. I thought those were the best ones. 1 and 2? Uh, wait, wait. Like the PSP ones. Is it 1 ones? and 2 or is it the PSP it's, ones? So they released 1 and 2 on the Vita. Oh, okay. And I'm playing through those. I have the PSP ones on the Vita as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. Correct. Yeah, Chains of Olympus is ones. my favorite. I really like them both. Yeah. Um, 
I wanted to play through one, two, and three before four came out. If I have the time in the two, three weeks uh, before four comes out, then I will also play through the PSP ones if I can. I'm not going to play Ascension because I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fit into any part of the fun that I want to have. Uh, so I got my God of War fill yesterday, despite not having God of War. Uh, they also had Yakuza 6, which I didn't really want to wait to play. I've never been a Yakuza person. Uh, a bunch of uh, Soul Calibur 6s. Um, <gasps> Did you play it? I didn't get to Damn. play any of those. Was, uh, was Geralt a playable character? I didn't. Oh, you didn't actually? I didn't. Like, I didn't know if you like saw it, at least. No, because the, the, pro- the problem is, is I had only the one day, and by the time I got there, I'm like parked and got in and like went through all the security and stuff like that it was like 11 o'clock and the show closes at six which is I, really on the friday show every day it's 10 to 6 what which like all right Weird. so I, I get it because all the booths are being worked by a multiple person team you can't really take breaks they're not doing shifts so like those people working the booths have to be there for the entirety of the show yeah. if the show was nine to nine you'd be expecting these people to work four days 12 hours like that's a lot and they're dealing with I mean, let's be honest, some gamers can be a little intense. They can be not the nicest towards the people who want to bring them a good experience. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to put, yeah, but I, I mean, wouldn't want to subject anybody to twelve hours of that for four days. Well, and it's also a way for them to make you buy multiple passes so you can like I mean you you yeah. said you didn't get to see enough like Yeah, I could like I got that to, you could have gone back another day, and that's yeah. why the days are shorter is because they want you to come back another day. Yeah. And they I mean and they added a fourth day this year for the first time, so like I get it. It makes sense, but um, yeah, I didn't really stand around watching a lot of things because I just wanted to go and like yeah. try to play. So um, I did like you know get a look around, which was which was nice. Uh, so from there, I went just like walking around, looking to see what I could see, kind of not in the main areas, but on the periphery where a lot of like smaller indie games, which is what PAX is really good for, uh, from what I could tell, was it was a lot of indie games. Yeah, which they I like, have a big focus on indie games, which yeah. I like because the you know the big AAA games, you know the God of Wars, the Spider Mans, like they're gonna get plenty of press coverage. I'm going to see plenty of videos and screenshots to my heart's content. I'm going to know if it's good on day one, if not four days beforehand. Like right. Sometimes with the indie game, you got to wait two weeks for a review, or you just got to buy it based on the trailer in the store. And so it was nice to play it. So I actually played a game called Russian Subway Dogs, which was a ton of fun. What kind of game that. is that? It is a PS4 game that is also, I think it's cross-buy with Vita. At the very least, it'll be available on Vita as well. And in the level I was playing, you play as a dog in the Russian subway. So he's wearing one of those like Russian like floppy ear, like ear flap hats. Oh, yeah. Um, and Hunter basically hat. what you do is you're it, running. Is it Metro? <laughs> no, it's you're running back and forth. It's dog 2D Metro. cartoony. Metro? You're running back and forth. And as people get off the subway... They have like grocery bags or they're drinking vodka and your goal is to bark, scare them. They throw up food and you eat the food that they throw. And so it's kind of like a... um, This sounds adorable. Not a frogger, but like it's that... The only thing I... I don't remember what the game is called. The only example I can think of to explain it is there's a game they... You guys seen the movie Grandma's Boy, right? Yes. You know the game they're playing where they're jumping from lily pad to lily pad trying to catch flies? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Where like there it's are called, other... it's called Frog and Flies is yeah. the name of that game. Okay, thank you. That was the only example of it that I could think in my brain of where I've seen that game before. Um, so it's basically like that. There are other dogs, like CPU dogs, that are also trying to catch the food that gets scared out. But you're just like jumping over the women and then like barking and they go ah and like a burger pops out and you have to try to eat it. Um, some of them are also drinking vodka because it's Russia and like the vodka if it hits the ground explodes so you can kill the other dogs by exploding the vodka around them. 
Um, but you can also bark the vodka to keep it airborne and that builds up like multipliers. So that way when it hits, it's like a bigger score and you like get more points for it. Uh, and that one was super fun. I don't know how long it is cause I only played it for like a little, like a demo's worth, but it's coming to PS4 and Vita. So it sounds adorable. Interesting. Yeah. And it seems like a thing that I could totally just play on Vita for, you know, five, 10 minutes at a time and yeah. just like collect food and try to beat high scores and stuff like that. So, uh, I had a lot of fun with that game. I then went and found a game that I was super excited about. It was both in the Nintendo booth and at its own like developers booth, uh, which was just Shapes and Beats, which I talked with you about, yes. Joe, during the uh, uh, the Nindy showcase a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. And that game is fantastic. It is a like a bullet hell type game where you don't have any like weapons. You are just a shape, as the name implies. Um, and there's like you know techno music beats and things like that that are just playing. And basically, the level is attacking the screen, and you're just trying to avoid getting hit. And you only have so many moves, like only so many lives and hits you can take, and you're just trying to make it through the end of the song without dying. And you're just like flying around the screen and trying to avoid all of the shit that's flying at you. Huh. It's, it's great. I played it with three other people at the booth where it was just like each person had their own switch controller and we're all just avoiding it. If someone dies, you can resurrect them and they get a little bit of health. So it's teamwork well, that's, based. That's cool. Uh, the, the multiplayer aspect, the multiplayer aspect was really cool. And yeah, then I played like, it just with my friend and it was, it's super fun. Sounds like the, there's an achievement on in geometry wars where you have to like last X amount of time without shooting anybody. It's kind of like that. And like, that's one of the hardest achievements for me to get. I still haven't gotten it, but like I had a, like I've played that, game for probably like 20 hours just trying to do that one achievement now i've got an entire game that i can play yeah and like the music is great and there was like uh one of the groups that played in front of me when i was waiting in line they got like a secret bonus song which will be in the game i think will be in the main game so i don't want to necessarily ruin it but it is a video game related theme song that was totally awesome and like what the game did to incorporate that was well this was is only on the switch yes it's okay. not a nintendo specific game oh, okay um, so I won't ruin what that is in case other people unlock it. They might put it out as a video or a trailer, and like obviously people at shows will have seen it. But uh, it was really cool, and what they did with it was like super fun. So when the guys unlocked it, and everyone's watching around, we're all like, "What? Oh, what? So cool!" <laughs> um, so that game was super fun. I really enjoyed uh, playing that as well. I then let's see what else did I play? Um, I played a game called Black Future '88. Uh, which like the logo made it look like it was back to the future. The 88 looked like it was a blade runner font and it was very much like a throwback to the eighties kind of thing. It reminded me of how um, bro force kind of does like a throwback vibe to it where it's like this futuristic looking like neo noir type city. It's that same kind of like retro style of like 16 bit far cry blood dragon. I never played Far Cry Blood Dragon. It was so. all neon and there's like... a there's a Far Cry Blood Dragon uh, level, I guess you would say, in Far Cry Five, um, where you're going around and um, you find the set for Far Cry Blood Dra- or for Blood Dragon Three, and they like establish that the Blood Dragon stuff is just a movie. That's great. In like the Far Cry universe, yeah. So like you meet the director of the Blood Dragon like movies, and he has you like do stuff for him. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a neat little thing. <laughs> nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Did you play the Far Cry Trials game? There's like a Blood Dragon oh, Trials, Trials of the Trials Blood, of Blood Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Xbox it right was now? last, last month. month. Yeah, um, I got it, but I didn't, I didn't actually play it. And uh, so I started playing it, <clears throat> and you like you played Trials, so it's like still mm-hmm. the motorcycle stuff, but you play as the main character's kids, 
and one of them is like a hacker and the other one is a like daredevil so the, the daredevil does all the motorcycle stuff but then halfway through it turns into a platformer and you have to like play as the girl and she like shoots down stuff and like hacks computers so that she can get to the end and then sometimes you actually have to you like use the motorcycle after that because she opens doors for you but it's uh they're in the third vietnam war in that game <laughs> oh, the first one was such a wreck i don't know if i can do too much yeah but the second one went great yeah as we all remember yeah. we totally won that one what was that joke from the simpsons we saved your ass in World War Two. Yeah, but we saved your ass in World War Three. <laughs> oh yeah, from the from, from the, the future, from the future when it's the uh, she's when, marrying a British guy. Yeah, yeah. Lisa's marrying a British we guy. We saved your ass in World War Three. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a good time with the Black Future '88 game just because there was what kind of game was it? It was a um, it was a it was a roguelike. Oh, where, okay, so yeah. like you're going around, but like you run out of ammo kind of quickly, and you, there's no real way to pick it up. So, like, it wasn't plentiful enough where I was constantly, like, finding more ammo to kill things. I found myself running out of ammo a lot. And then, like, you just couldn't do anything at well, that like you can Like, you can shoot your gun and it, like, does, like, a burst of air. Like, you know those air zooka toys? It was yeah. kind of like that. But, like, you're <laughs> fighting enemies with it. Right. So, like, you can technically kill them, but it's not fun anymore when you've run out of bullets in a game that looks and feels like that. Um, so, like, it was fun. And maybe if I got like proper introduction it wasn't just like a demo i got dropped into then maybe i would have more fun with it well and it's a roguelike and a lot of those things like you have to go to the shop to buy stuff that like yeah like i'm sure you'll get like ammo clips and stuff like that they'll like span it yeah but just like in the demo that uh, my friend and i were playing we just didn't really get a good vibe from it right uh, which kind of sucked so after that we have the nintendo booth which like i said was like an hour and 45 minute wait but once you're inside they just let you they hang around and do whatever you want yeah so it was really up to you what you wanted to do uh which was nice because that made the almost two hour wait worth it and like standing in line i was playing switch i was playing vita like everyone's got their handheld system so like it sucks that you're standing there in line for an hour and 45 minutes but like i used to street pass so much yeah but like it you you can make it worth your while with all the fucking awesome things like so i was playing mario kart with like people in lines oh that's awesome yeah so it it was fine uh it kind of went by i just really wanted to sit I think at one point, but um, so inside some of the things I didn't play that they had playable, they had a uh, dark souls remastered there, but I felt like I could play dark souls if I it's wanted dark souls. to. Yeah. Yeah. It looks awesome running on the switch. Like I can confirm that like it looks like dark souls. Um, so I didn't, but I didn't want to like take the time to stand there and wait for the person's PlayStation to be over to play it. Cause like whatever. Yeah. Uh, they had Wolfenstein there as well. The Wolfenstein two that looked, that looked awesome. Like it doesn't look like it missed a step working on switch. Rather I, than, I'm actually kind of surprised at that. Yeah, but I mean, Doom looked good too. Also, I remember. yeah, yeah, Doom looked and played really well. So, but I didn't want to wait in line for that because again, it's, it's a just game. something that's already out. Yeah, um, they had the uh, Crash Insane trilogy, which looks awesome. Um, so that was running well on Switch, as we assumed it would be, since it's remasters of PS1 games. Like mm-hmm. it can't be that intensive. Um, what else did they have there that I didn't get to play? Uh, they had Hyrule Warriors, which I want to play because I never really got a chance to play it. But I'm going to buy that game on Switch regardless anyway. So yeah, I, I buy it because I own every Zelda game. Yeah. So I got to add that to my third copy of that game to my collection. Yeah, so I didn't really feel the need to like wait in line to play that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was there. There was a couple other things that like I didn't play because I was like, I, I'm fine not playing this. Like I, they had like Octopath Traveler or something? Nope, they didn't have anything like that. Yeah. Uh, none of the big... I don't like the JRPG stuff. Lost no, Fear or anything. Uh, they didn't have like you know they didn't have any games that are out now like a Kirby or anything like that. They didn't have anything like that. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was one more game that they had that I was like, no, nah, I'm good, that I didn't want to play. Um, one of the indie games that they announced was the uh, like that sushi one. Mm-hmm. That's like a match three game. They had a couple demo stations of that in there as well. They had just shapes and beats there. Um, I ended up playing a lot of the the indie games, the Nindies as they call them, that they announced at the. Uh, they have Luminous. They did have Luminous remastered, which uh, we went. My friend and I went to play the battle mode of, which I don't remember if there was a battle mode in the PSP version, uh, but there was battle mode. And we asked the lady, like, all right, what's, like, how does this work? You've clearly been standing here all day. Like, and she's like, oh, just, you know, like, match it. And then the screen moves and go. And we're like, what? <laughs> and then, like, we were playing and had no fucking idea what was happening. Weird. And so it was just kind of like, at one point, I just lost. And then the next point, I won. And I didn't, I was like, I don't, I don't know. So, like, it was fun, but it wasn't anything where I let, walked away being like, oh, yes, like, awesome, this game. Like, I was just kind of like, oh. All right, so battle mode's weird, but, like, Luminous normally is fun, I think. It's been 12 years since I've played it, probably. Well, yeah, and it's out on every console now. Yeah, I just, I don't even know what it's out on now. Like, I played it on PSP at launch, which yeah. was 2004. I think it was a PSP exclusive at one point. Yeah. No, yeah, it was originally, it was just PSP. Yeah, so 12, 14 years ago was the last time I played Luminous. Yeah. So I, 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 mean, I guess yeah, I just I'm, didn't I'm remember to see how to play that. It. I wonder if there's, like, a Luminous for the phone. I think it came out on the Xbox, though. At one point, it did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I have it on. Sure it I came out it. on Xbox 360. Yeah. I um. So yeah. So after that, I played uh, Runner Three, which is like the Bit Trip Runner games. That yeah. was fun. It's just an endless runner. I mean, they're all kind of the same. Like it looked cool. Right. It seemed to run no, fine. There is an iPhone version. There you go. There is Luminous Puzzle for the iPhone. There you go. Puzzle Puzzle and Music is called. Get into it. Three dollars. Um, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the best indie games that I did play though was Next Up Hero, which is like a dungeon crawler kind of game where uh, it's almost Demon Souls esque, where there's like little ghosts on the ground from like I think either your friends that have played or online people that have played or just like random CPUs that like were the, there. The Dark Souls thing where you find the blood stains and it's where the like other players have died. Yeah, the Demon Souls thing, like I said. Oh, yeah. 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 Way to listen, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I was not me. paying attention. I know you were looking up your luminous thing on your phone. It's fine, um, and but you can resurrect them and they play with you. Uh, oh. And then if you die, I think when you go, you then like your person would be there too. Now is it, I'm them. assuming it's just a like an NPC controlled. You're just not the actual person controlling. It. No, it's NPC controlled. Yeah, um, okay. so I was gonna say like, what do you do? Sit in purgatory or something? Like, wait, you're just waiting for your thumbs and wait to, to be rest. Please resurrect me. I need yeah, uh, Neo had something similar to that, but. Um, you found like the graves of where the other players had died. Yeah. Um, but instead, uh, you fought them. Like oh, you could yeah. walk up to the bloodstain, touch it, and it would like make their character like with all their weapon loadout and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And then you like fought the like ghost version of their character. No. So these will fight with you. Um, so they'll help you defeat enemies. They're not nearly as strong as you are, um, but they also have special like perks that you can then use that like ghost image to then like do a cool move so like i used one that gave me 150 percent damage to deal so when i was hitting people i was doing more damage because i like consumed that like ghost apparently um he's inside of you now yeah and uh, pac-man and the um the combat is basically you walk with the left stick and you aim with the like the right stick smash tv style um and then so it's just like 360 moving around and just a top down thing it's like three quarter perspective. Okay, yeah. Um, and that was a ton of fun. Like I, what was I, that called? 
uh, next up hero. Next up hero. Yeah, so like the next up hero after one of them dies. Gotcha. Um, and yeah. there's a bunch of different characters that you can pick from. All of them have, you know, ranged attacks or melee attacks. They're like they're all played differently uh, enough. And one cool thing about the game, and I gotta give props to the girl that was that was running that booth. Like she was very informative, telling us like every little thing about the game. Yeah. Was one of the best like people there for the games. Doing her like, job. Yeah, because like the <laughs> luminous girl didn't know anything. Right. Like, the next up hero girl was like beyond smart about oh, everything shit. um and oh, that looks really cool picture yeah it looks like like Bast- castle crashers like Bast- bastion mixed with castle crashers yeah. yeah in terms of like the art style and stuff. yeah i like it yeah no and it was super fun but like one cool thing she said was that like they don't make any of the levels the levels all are made by other people and so you can like make your own levels in the game and upload them and people can play your levels and so it's like, kind of like battle block theater in that way then uh i never i'm not sure i never mm-hmm. well battle block theater had um, they had creator levels, yeah. but uh, and they also had like imported levels. But yeah. like you, you could play through the main game pretty quickly, and then the the best part of the game was going and playing other people's stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it has all that too, which is really cool. And like it was funny. Like I was playing it, and I just picked like a random dude with a sword, and like had a good time, and like made it through a couple different levels before I died. The one cool thing about the game too is that there's no place to pick up health. The only time you can get health is if somebody else comes into the game to like give it to you, which is pretty cool. So like you can go into other people's games. So there's both couch co-op, online co-op, uh, and all kinds of different things. So like you can make it farther if you get people to come in and like give you health and give you perks and stuff. Um, so I went through and I played and I like went to hand the controller to my buddy. And I was like, hey, do you want to play? He's like, no. And I was like, wait, I kind of want to see what other characters there are. Like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. He ends up playing it. He loves it. It ended up being like his favorite game in the whole like Nintendo area. Yeah. So highly recommend Next Up Hero. I'm definitely going to be getting. Is that um, only on Nintendo consoles then? Uh, it's, it's on Steam. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's coming to Switch first or something like that. Okay. Like, it's one of those ones where you'll be able to play it um, in multiple places. It'll definitely come to other like consoles. Yeah, I'm sure it'll too. come to PS4 and um, Xbox One Yeah, because I'm always down for some new co-op you know arcade style yeah. stuff yeah and it's going to be super great for for switch with the amount of controllers everybody has with you know the yeah, Joy-Con. it always comes with two yeah and like, did you just play with one joy con or i was playing with uh the the cradle i think okay oh yeah because you need two sticks but like oh yeah you know, most people have the joy con that come with the system and another right like, and pro controller or something controllers like. yeah they're yeah. abundant or somebody else will have a switch i know enough people with switches where we can then pair their joy cons like multiplayer will be you know in abundance i'm sure uh the last indie game i played was that west of loathing game where it was like the stick figure cowboy did not really like it but i didn't like it in the setting of the show because it was very much visual novel-esque where there's a lot of reading there's a lot of talking to people and making decisions and like you know dialogue trees and things i can pick from and i just i wasn't in the mood to yeah you're not there there. to read not even so much i didn't want to read i just i'm i get a feel for what the game is and the level of humor that's there Mm -hmm. but in order for me to fully enjoy this i have to take the time to read every option and i have to go through all the things and talk to all the people and like that's going to take a really long time and the guy was like, the guy who was running the booth was like, yeah, there's no hard time on the demo, but we just want to keep people to like a certain time limit. So like, I'll kind of come over to you when it's time for you to finish. And I'm like, you know what? No, I, I get it. Like, I, I'm not going to like this game playing it here at the show. Like, While somebody's waiting over your shoulder to yeah, also play Yeah, I'm it. going to want to play the story in its entirety if I want to play it. Like, I'm not, I don't want to just do the snippet. Like, I, I get it. Right. I played it for five seconds and I get it. Right. Like, it's funny and it's kind of cool. And like, 
it'll be like there's weird things where like I ended up talking to somebody or like picking up an item and it's like, oh no, it's a curse and now you walk funny. And so like rather than walking normally like a stick figure, I was like flopping over <laughs> like ragdoll physics and like it was I can hit the table, it's part of the story. <laughs> You're like it banging on the table. Well stuff. yeah, but if I go but if I go with my hands, I was doing this they can't see that. So when they hear me flopping around on the ground, <laughs> they know I'm flopping around on the ground. Joe. All right. I know. I'm aware of what I'm doing. He's really flopping around on the ground. Yeah. Too. Now yeah. you can really tell that I'm flopping. It's really, it's good performance art. How dare you uh, taking me out of my rhythm? But no, like I got, I got it. So yeah. I, uh, I didn't want to play that. And then the big new game that I got to play was uh, No More Heroes Travis Strikes Again. Oh. And that was a lot of fun. I've never played any of the No More Heroes games before because they were on the Wii and it I was, was one of the people Wii. that didn't own them and if I did play on the Wii, I was just playing Nintendo games. So, did you get to jerk off a Wiicon or a uh, Joycon? Yes, uh, but I was holding. It was again. I was playing Doctor. It might have been a Pro Controller. And in order to like your attack, like your light sword, which uh, the lady said what it was, and I f- already forgot. Um, it was like a plasma katana or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, I like in order to power that up, you have to press in the left stick and like jerk the controller off so like shake yeah. the controller right very um, yeah, I mean, that's, Sudagoichi that's yeah. what it is yeah. uh, the creator was there he was there in the booth Sudagoichi was yep. there uh, but he was like talk- yeah Sudagoichi Go is 5 and Ichi is 1 Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know him as Suda51. I didn't oh, know if that well, was like his actual name well that's his name is Sudagoichi yeah. and then 5-1 it means Go yeah. is 5 and Ichi is 1 so that's why um yeah, he was there, but he was talking to like a bunch of other people. So I was oh, I'm sure. Like, well, he's like famous, so. But like, it wasn't enough where he was being like mobbed because I mean, at any point, like he he just looked like a regular dude. Like, he was that's, just standing there in like a leather jacket. Like he looked like cool. a regular guy. Um, so maybe some people didn't like. If I had just passed him, I just would have thought he was some random person. Mostly because it'd be highly offensive of me to be like, "Hey, look at that Japanese guy. I wonder if he made a game that's here." <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, but that was pretty cool. Like he. He seemed to be answering questions of people that were asking him. And the lady's like, yeah, he's super nice. And, like, he's got a great sense of humor. So, like, make sure you're reading all the dialogue things. Like, don't skip stuff because all of it's good. The demo had special, like, PAX jokes in it. That's cool. At one point, he's like, yeah, I'll come back to Boston. I got to go to a Red Sox game. Like, Fenway Park's the best. I'm like, (laughs) that's weird. Like, I get it. So it's like the face of wrestling that, like, you know, always brings up the hometown into the. Kind of. Well, I mean, that game is supposed to be kind of like very self. Well, it's very self referential because, like, it's. He's in a game now, so it's all about, like, game parody jokes and stuff. Um, But the game was super fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. We were playing. I didn't get to play it by myself. I was playing co op with my friend just because they were trying to get the line moving. And it seemed a little too easy when playing with co op. Like, we just destroyed everybody just rolling through because you're just butt mashing basically right um but it was fun and like the jokes are good and you can clearly tell that he's got a good sense of humor um i there was a guy there that was cosplaying as travis, travis touchdown. touchdown uh his plasma's katana was a lightsaber and i was like oh look he's i was like hey like I, a straight up just uh, was a lightsaber yeah just like luke's lightsaber <laughs> like and so i was talking to my friend while we were waiting in line and i was like Hey, is that the is that no more heroes right there? And he's like, oh yeah, he's definitely. No, was this like an official? No, was this just, just a guy. No, he was playing? in line waiting to play the game. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's using a he's using a lightsaber instead of like building his own thing. Right. Uh, and the lady leans over to me and she's like, um, it's a plasma katana or like whatever it's called. And like 
looking back on it, I realized I must have sounded like an absolute asshole. I was like, no, that's a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, listen, I didn't see that. Listen, I know what a lightsaber looks yeah. like. How dare you? In, in, like, in retrospect, I was like, oh, she probably thought I was being such a dick. Yeah, she probably but, thought like, you were talking about the game, but you were yeah. talking about the person. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what she did. But like in my thing, I was like, no, that's a lightsaber. She's like, oh, I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's just using that for his cosplay because he didn't right. build his own. But right. then at that and point. And then you like, just went, be gone. Yeah. I was like, get out of my face. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to play your game anymore, lady. Um, did you say, play any of the other Sudogoichi games? Like, did you play Shadow of the Damned? Nope. Shadow of the Damned. So great. you missed, because you, we just recently saw Ready Player One. Yes, um, we did. The gun that the Skull Dude uses, yes. Irock, that's the gun from oh, yeah, oh, okay. Shadow of the he Damned. He had the boner? He had the boner. Um, <laughs> oh, and nice. it, like, extended out with the skull open dude, and everything. When, dude, it came the big boner? It didn't, it, he didn't actually, it was in, like, the medium mode, like, the sniper mm. mode. It wasn't in, like, mm. the huge... Yeah, I think if T.J. Miller hadn't had some off-screen issues, then they might have done that. That could have been in the movie beforehand. Who knows? Um, but just side uh, aside real quick, did you like the movie? I thought it was great. And did I, you see it? No, I haven't seen it. So you liked it? Because yeah. I talked about it last I heard, week. We talked about it last week. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm, it's fluid with references, but yeah. I mean, again, this is the life we live. It's now, different also perspective, though, because you've also read the book. Yeah, and I've, I've read the book, and I liked the book... I mean, equally enough to watch the movie, obviously, and it it um, has a lot of similarities and a lot of differences that are very good. Like, That's what I'm hearing now after having watched it. Yeah, like the second challenge is completely different from the book, but the okay. first and the third are exactly the same, and the, okay. the outcome of everything is the same, which yeah. is good. Um, I didn't like the way that they perceived the or like they made the uh, the creator in the book. He's kind of like smart and like a normal dude, and in the movie he was just like your generic nineteen eighties nerd. Like, well, he's he's still smart in the movie, but he's more on the spectrum. Right, he's like the creep, like not creepy. He's like the the awkward, he's like odd. bumbling, and like yeah. in the book. I mean, from what I, this was like three years ago when I read the book, but yeah. from what I remembered, he was like a very wise man and like wasn't very awkward or goofy or anything like that. But I mean, they have to make a character out of a character. So, yeah. but yeah, no, I haven't played any of his other games. So that reference was completely lost on me. Yeah. What were the other? So there was that, um, uh, killer seven, killer seven. Um, and then, uh, oh, did he do a commie? No. Um, no, that was grasshopper. Crap. There's another one. Yeah. Cause no more heroes. Uh, he did that one with the uh, skateboarding uh, Grim Reaper guy, and it was like a PS4 exclusive that was free to play. Oh, um, Manuel Samuel? No, no. It was like, it had to die in the title. It was like, no one can die or can never yeah, die or something like that. I hated like that. that game. I didn't ever play it because I don't have a PS4, um, but yeah, yeah. a band I liked made a song for it, so I was like kind of excited for it, and I was like, oh, it's a Sudogoichi game, and then I watched a review of it, and I was like, this does not look fun. No, it was really bad. I remember playing it. Uh, yeah, I hated it. Oh, he actually worked on Super 4 Pro Wrestling 3 that we played today. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. But there's perfect a pull together. there's a little lantern guy in in uh in Shadow of the Damned and I was playing it when I was living with Tyler and uh, you have to follow him. He like shows you like a special part. Yeah. But there's like this like goofy music that he plays and he like flops around when he does it and uh Oh, lollipop chainsaw. That's right. For some reason, that song pissed off Tyler like to no end, but it was just—it was amazing. Yeah. It was like this little, little reggae, reggae song, and he was like, "Doom, doom, doom," you like falling around, <laughs> and like this reggae music was playing in the background. Yeah, is yeah. that uh, "Killer Is Dead" that you're talking about? No, no, "Killer Is Dead" was a 360 game. Oh, I did, let it die. Let, let it, it die. die. I did That's play "Killer Is Dead," and that was okay. Um, 
And I liked Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, I like Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, I mean, he's worked on a lot of stuff, but, like, the notable ones are Killer7, um, No More Heroes, No More Heroes 2, No More Heroes 3, Shadows of the Damned, um, and Lollipop Chainsaw. Well, those are, like, his directed games. Those yeah, are, yeah. Like the, his... yeah, I'm sure he's had a hand in other right. games. Right, yeah, it's yeah, like, Kojima's, he's, he's like, produced games before, yeah, but they're yeah, not yeah. He's, he's like, worked games. on a ton of games. Yeah. Yep. Like, he worked on a bunch of the Fire Pro Wrestlings, Twilight Syndrome, Moonlight Syndrome, The Silver Case, Flower, Sun, Rain, a bunch of stuff. Mm. Michigan Report from Hell, that sounds cool. I would have liked to meet him. Like, yeah, I mean, if I was more into his games, I probably would have been like, hey. Yeah. Like, hey, he was clearly, I think he was walking around with a translator, so that would have obviously been a, you know, a barrier to being. But I'm sure if you had walked up and been like, hey, huge fan, can I have a picture? Can yeah. I get a signed thing? Like, uh, I just played the demo. Dude, demo looks awesome. Can't wait. Like, I'm sure you could have given out, like, you know, kudos and praises and stuff like that. That's cool that he was, like, just freely he wasn't walking even, around. He wasn't even, like, watching people play the game. He might have been earlier, but he was just standing there in the middle of the room just kind of talking to people. That's so, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but that was all I played at the Nintendo booth. Uh, at that point, it was, like, there was, like, an hour left in the day because uh, I didn't get there until, like, the early afternoon. And then the only other game that I played was I played Shaq-Fu 2, The Legend Reborn. Oh, how was that? It's it's awful. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to sugarcoat it. Like, it's not a good game. It's almost like... Well, it just got its release date. What's the release date? Uh, I didn't see that. June something? Yeah. Probably. I was not prepared. Um, like, well, it's just... I almost think it might be so stupid June that... June fifth. June fifth. I think it might end up being so stupid that it's good. We're like not a good game. But I mean, like, look, the first like this is coming back because the original one was so stupid. Yeah, it's a, a like a fighting game with Shaq as the main character. I know, and like, you so know, like I, it wasn't designed to be a high class, high quality anything. Well, like, you don't I, know. Yeah, I mean, I I played the original one. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like this new one. Sure, it's meant to be a joke, but like. This is what this, this is what we've asked for with yeah. finger quotes. Well, I'm, I'm like, saying like <laughs> with the first one, when, like when it originally came out, it wasn't being designed to be like a top quality game. Well, that's like, what it, yeah okay yeah I, it was it was like it, like okay we got like Shaq like what can we do with a game with Shaq? <laughs> yeah, um, just like so I watched the opening cutscene, which was incredibly long, and I had to like at a certain point I was just like all right I just gotta play now I don't want to watch this anymore, um, but it's. It's outdated jokes. It's like blatant racism, which like can be funny, but just it was lazy racism, which is like you're not even doing a good job at it. It's just he's like, I come from the land of General Sao's chicken. It's like what? Like of all the things, no. I also, also not from yeah. <laughs> also not from China. Like <laughs> yeah, no. That's like a super Americanized thing. It's like I was a baby and I was orphaned in China, and my Chinese mom named me Shaquille. It's like. Okay, okay, Shaq, you, you're from China, sure. Yeah. And, like, he's got his mentor master person, which is, like, a Yoda-sized dude with a Fu Manchu and, like, the triangle hat. Um, and, like, they just keep making gay jokes about him, which is, like, what? Like, he comes up and he's, what? like, he's like, Shaq, you're doing really well. And he's, like, you just like looking at me when I do my high kicks. You just what? like the view. And he's like, what? I don't know. And then he like scurries off. And it's like, what the fuck? That's At one point weird. he walks up and he's like, Shaq, I have something important we need to talk about. He's like, I hope it's not what I saw in your browser history on your computer. And he's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And like scurries away. And it's like, all right, so your mentor is like weirdly gay about it. And you're just like, I don't. It sounds like it's, it's like so five years too late. 
No, it's probably like 20 years too late. I was going to say, it sounds like it was something from the era of Shaq Fu 1. I well, like, I'm that, guessing this is like, like this is when South Park first came out. This would be great. Like Yes, yeah, 20 years it, ago. Yeah, I guess it is 20 years ago. Yeah. There's, a, uh, there's a moment in the very first village that you're going through where a guy walks up and he's trying to, you know, he's going to kick your ass or whatever. And he's like a big character. And Shaq, Shaq's like, are you sure you got time to fight me and you don't need to be getting on that Den- Jenny Craig diet? I was like, Jenny Craig? Like, Is Jenny Craig even around anymore? Maybe, but like... I'm, uh, it's all about person? Atkins now. <laughs> in term, that's even super Yeah, outdated. Atkins is like... That's true, that's early, like 10 years old. Yeah. yeah, like Jenny Craig is a very much like pre-2000s kind of reference. Yeah, bring in CrossFit or something. Free. Weight Watchers still, maybe? Like, yeah, Weight Watchers is still a thing. I don't know, I'm a big dude. I don't know what diet like yeah. fads are around now. I don't know. Like CrossFit's, I mean... Yeah. Well, that's, like, that's exercise, not like weight loss. Yeah. Sure. Um, but he's like, you got to get on that Jenny Craig. And he's like, hey, man, that's low-hanging fruit. And Shaq's like, you look like you ate all the low-hanging fruit. But fruit's good for you. It, and it's just like, <laughs> Everything I don't... in moderation, Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess if you eat like 20 apples. If you <laughs> ate all the low-hanging fruit, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, a reason they're low-hanging. The jokes are like that. And then there's just like, like this demon woman shows up. And Shaq's like, I would never hit a woman. And like... The like sexy like dancing blue demons like I'm not even a woman. It's like I don't know what's happening. This this is bad. But like maybe it's so stupid it'll be good. I don't. How did it play though? Like a like a crappy beat 'em up. Oh, so it's just not even heavy attack jump super. I don't. I, I'm I'm not sure like if how true this is, but it was something I saw online. I didn't. I don't. I don't really care about this game, so I didn't bother like looking into it. But apparently, much like what happened with uh, Yakuza Six, like. I think they were putting out the demo, and they accidentally put out the full game. That's probably fine. Um, no and for, for like an hour, like the full game was available, even though the game doesn't come out until June. Like it, the full yeah. game was unavailable for about an hour on uh, PlayStation, uh, cool. and somebody like downloaded it and played through the whole game, and like everyone was just like the whole time he was just going like, "My God, this game is terrible." Yeah, like part of me when I was playing, like I was just excited to play it because I it seemed so ridiculous. I was like, "I gotta try it." It's at I knew it was at the show. And I just wanted to try it. Uh, and I, I don't know. It's not going to be able to recommend it as be like, oh, you got to play it. Like, it's super ridiculous. Or it is so stupid, it's funny. I don't even know if it reaches that point or if it's just, like, annoyingly dumb. But, but yeah, that was the last thing I played. I did go and I bought a uh, party card game, which I'm pretty excited about. I haven't got a chance to play it yet because I just got... What's it called? Uh, it's called Mixtape. It's from the, uh, the makers of Cards Against Humanity. And a bunch of other games that I had never heard of that they make. Uh, I almost bought. I think a, they like produce stuff or not yeah, produce. Well, like, like, they put stuff out. Yeah, um, they don't make them, but like they release them for other people. They had a couple of games called one of. I think it was like Suddenly Drunk. It was the game, and it was basically a set of cards that you would use to modify any game you're playing to then make it a drinking game. So you could be playing like Monopoly, and it would make Monopoly a drinking game by like you turn on your turn you like draw a card and like one of the cards was like pick an accent and talk like that and then drink every time you're caught not doing it mm. and i was like oh i could i could maybe get into that if i played enough like it's an interesting idea yeah if i played enough like casual tabletop games like monopolies and shoots and ladders or whatever like if i played enough of those with people right. i could see getting my use out of that it's enough to like spice it up yeah, yeah. I, there was also one called like suddenly stoned which was just it's, same thing, but take a hit. No, it was um, asking simple questions or like doing simple tasks, but they become harder the higher you get. So like it would be like take a hit and then like try to answer this like trivia question or try to perform this 
like somewhat basic task, but if you just got like, you know, An crazy island. stone, <laughs> right. it, it would either be, you could do it, but it would be funny watching someone try to do it or you wouldn't be able to do it. And then that would be funny. But I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to get high like that. It doesn't seem fun. <laughs> right. Like, it's not like it's something that you need an activity to, to do. To relax, yeah. yeah. Not like, yeah. Challenging like the yourself. drunk one makes sense. Cause you're trying to get drunker as the night goes on. Like, I don't know. It's not, it wasn't for me, but no, this game's called mixtape. And basically it's like cards against humanity or apples to apples or any of those other song lyrics instead. No. So what you do is rather than like someone plays a card and like one of the, the, one of the cards that I remember was like a song that you like play in your car and sing along to thinking you're really gangster before you look up and realize you're driving a minivan. So like, (laughs) Rather than putting down an answer card with a bunch of songs on it and trying to pair it up like you would in Apples to Apples or Cards Against Humanity, you go into your Spotify playlist or your phone or your iTunes or YouTube and you play a song that would go along with that. So, like, it'll basically be a bunch of people going around and, like, playing different songs that their interpretation of this question or this scenario. Um, So I thought that could be pretty fun. That's cool, especially since I was thinking, like, a lot of the stuff that's going to be written down, like if somebody doesn't know the songs, yeah. like who, like I don't know what that means. Like I don't listen to pop music, so but you if might it's presented the, in front of you, you can hear it and yeah. understand. Or you might not know the title of the song. I'll be like, wait, what is that one? Right, right, I right. don't remember. Yeah. And then you go look it up anyway. Like this will be even if you've never heard the song before. If you start listening to the lyrics and you're like, oh, I could totally picture that person right. thinking they're like hardcore gangster rap in yeah. there, like their beat up minivan like that's really funny all right you get the point that's cool um so yeah that could be pretty fun there's also like modifier cards where it's like the person has to lip sync their choice so they have to like get up and like dance it out and like do a thing yeah that just seems like a fun party game and i gotta you know usually go to a lot of things with with people are bringing party games and you know what do you meme and cards against humanity and stuff like that so i figured it'd be a a good time yeah so if i get to play it i'll definitely talk about it on the uh on the show i also tried out that game drop mix i don't know if i've talked to you about that joe Uh, no uh we played it at best buy yeah yeah Yeah. uh i wanted to try it like they had a they had a booth where you can go and they explain it to you because when at the demo kiosk for those of you who've seen this game it's a board it's an electronic board that you attach like a phone or an iPad to, and there are these cards, and all the cards have different pieces of a song, so like guitar, bass, keyboard, vocals, uh, all these things like that. And you put these cards down, and the board mixes them together and makes like remixes of different songs and stuff like that. And in all the demo kiosks, it's just it's making the song and it's hearing a cool remix, but there's no game element to it. So I waited in the line to try to like figure out what the game part of it was, yeah. and they weren't explaining that at all. They were just explaining that you can remix cards together. And I was like, so what's the game? And they're like, oh, there's a, like a competitive where you can like play against each other. And there's like a cooperative where you can make songs together. And I was like, yeah, but what's like, like what's the, what's game? the purpose? <laughs> because I would, I kind of like the idea of this because I like music and I like remixes and I like when you can pull all these different songs together and like mash up styles and stuff like that. But I want to know what the game is. And like, they couldn't tell me or we couldn't play it. And I was just like, oh man, it's a bummer. Cause I really like the idea of this game, but the board is a hundred dollars and you got to buy card packs. And if I can't make it so that way I can like play against my friends in a game, then I like, I'm just remaking music, which like could be fun, but I, 
But um, you can do that could online. Also, yeah, you could download a program on your computer. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't seem like... And granted, it does it for you, so you don't have to know as much about music. It does have some deeper controls where you can raise and lower levels, change tempos, change like key signatures and things like that. So it has some tools where you don't need to be a music person to be able to figure that out. Yeah. But I need more than that to get my you know 100 to $200 use out of it by the time you buy card packs and things like that. Right. So um, that was kind of a, a bummer, but... Uh, overall, I had a great day. I thought it was super fun. I kind of wish I had bought another ticket to go another day. Did you Just, get any cool swag or anything? Uh, not really. Uh, like there was some booths and stuff, and they had a lot of. I think my problem is with like, especially with video game stuff. Like, I don't like enough games enough to want to wear a t-shirt or a hat sure. or yeah. or any of the stuff that I did think was cool was way too expensive. Like, I went to the uh, the I am eight bit booth, and they had a bunch of vinyl soundtracks for games, and like the cover art on the like the jacket was yeah. really cool, and like. They had a cuphead. It was like a book with four vinyls, and it looked like it was right out of the game. Uh, but it was a hundred dollars. I was like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for this. Like they had an Uncharted one that was real sweet, but I was wasn't gonna pay forty bucks for a vinyl soundtrack to Uncharted. I just like I wasn't right. gonna, I wasn't prepared to do that. No. So, um, but like I don't play over like there's Overwatch merch everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't play Overwatch, so I'm not gonna buy any of that. They had a bunch of Borderlands shit everywhere. Like I don't play Borderlands, so I wasn't gonna be into that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole booth for Borderlands 2 merch. Really? And people love Borderlands. I love Borderlands. It's, it's one of my favorite games. It's an old game now, though. Seems I know, but weird. people still love stuff with Claptrap on it. Yeah. You know, so... If there was, like, a new one coming out or something, I guess. I don't know. Nope. Yeah. Mm. Still love Borderlands, though. Yeah, so, like, I didn't really buy any, like... There wasn't a lot of free swag that I was willing to, like, lug around all day. Because I already had a backpack with, like, you know, a water and my sweatshirt yeah. and, like, three video game handheld systems in there and, like, yeah. the card game that I bought earlier in the day, so... Now, um, I've, I've been to PAX a couple times, yep. um, and I started to sour on PAX um, personally because, and I, I, I'm just wondering if it's like changed in the recent years. There, when I originally was going there, uh, there was a, a big like, um, what's the word? Merch area? Not merch area. Like people would set up booths and sell stuff. What do it you was mean? there was like a. a, a like a merchant hall? Yeah, like a merch hall. Like, you know, people would just set up booths and sell, like, old Nintendo Exhibition games. Exhibition area? Yeah. There's not a ton of those. Well, that's the thing. Like, originally when I would go, there was a, a there was a place that had, like, a whole bunch of people, like, things where people would be selling stuff and all sorts of things. Like, when I go to Comic-Con, I, re- I really care very little about going to the actual booths or, the like, the shows panels. or the panels or anything. I don't yeah. go to any panels. I just want to walk around the sales area and see all the different, like, shops that people have set up to sell stuff. Probably wouldn't be for you. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, originally when uh, PAX first started, or not when it first started, but, like, you know, the earlier when you years. Were going. Yeah. When I was going, there was a lot of those. Yeah, it was, no. Like, merchant areas. Um, and then, like as time went by, they got the, it got smaller and smaller. And then, like the last time I went, there was like barely any, and it was all just the exhibition floor. And I was like, oh well, like I I came to like buy classic video game stuff, not to couple, like just look at those things. There were a couple booths that were definitely doing it. That's not what I was looking. I was looking to play games, so I wasn't really looking at those booths that had those things. Yeah. Also, I'm not in the market for any older games or older systems or anything like that. The yeah, way you I'm, are. I'm always looking for that stuff. Yeah. So I didn't want to go and like filter through because I didn't. I wasn't everything I was looking for. Yeah. But that's like the reason I stopped going to PAX was the like sales area yeah. got like so small to the point where it became non-existent, and I was kind of like, oh, I like, you know, uh, like walking around and seeing all that stuff is cool, but it's something that to me, you said you wish you could go back for another day. To me, it was the kind of thing where I was like, 
I can do this all in a couple hours yeah. and to like see the stuff I want to see and then like I'm done. Well, granted, I mean, nowadays you can go like there are a million used video game shops. You almost don't have to wait for cons anymore. No, I mean, and I do go to those all the time, but yeah. like sometimes I, you know, at Comic-Con, I always find something that I'm like, see, oh, I've been I, looking for this, you yeah. know, for a while. Well, like at Comic-Cons, I feel like there's less retro toy shops, whereas there's a retro video game store like in every town, at least yeah. by us. So like, yeah. we're spoiled. I don't know how it is for people in other parts of the country, but we're spoiled with the amount of retro video game things. So I'm kind of glad it's not like that because that allows more indie games to be setting up their booths. Um, some of the things I didn't get to play, I didn't get to go to the Microsoft booth at all. They had State of Decay 2, which I would have liked to try. Um, they had Sea of Thieves set up, so that was one of the games that's like out already that you know, they were letting people try. Um, they had they had a bunch of PUBG stations running on Xboxes. They had a PUBG had a booth that was a hundred PCs set up, and they were doing a game like, with legit. people. And like, I thought about cool. waiting in line just to like try it and like play against people and like see how I did in a real like setting. It, but it, I was it, like, but then I got to wait a half an hour to be in line, and maybe I'll be one of the first hundred. Maybe I won't be, and then I got to wait an hour. Like it's not worth it. That, I'll just play it somewhere else. That would be interesting to me, just in that setting, because it'd be the kind of thing where like when it starts getting down low and there's like maybe thirty people left in the game, and like you kill somebody, and you just hear somebody on the other side of the room go, "Fuck yeah!" Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like ah, I got you. Yeah, like that would have been cool, but uh, I didn't really. It wasn't going to wait in line for it. Yeah. Uh, Guacamelee 2 was there. Uh, oh, there's cool. a second Guacamelee? Oh, yeah. Yep. It got announced uh, recently, too. It's gonna, yeah, coming to PS4 and like Xbox and all the other things. I know I like it's coming the first to PS4, one. at least. Yeah, I love the first one. And I forgot. I remember seeing that it was going to be there before going. And then once I got there and started walking around and doing everything, I forgot about it. And then didn't see it until like there was 20 minutes left in the show, uh, on the show floor. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't really like wait to like sit down and play it but I got to watch some people playing it and it looks just as awesome so you finish your day with Shaq Fu instead well there's no line for Shaq Fu (laughs) so that was really easy Um, there was a line for Guacamelee too for obvious reasons it's a much better game Um, but they had some booths for things that like I didn't expect to like that game Floor Kids that I like so much had a booth Mm. um, and they were selling like pins and merch and their booth was set up really nice because they had these like their own cardboard slab. No, it was like these <laughs> cardboard arcade cabinets that had like a switch dock in them, so it looked like you were playing at an old school like arcade to play this game that looks like it's taking place at an old school arcade. Um, so that was pretty cool. We asked the lady about if they had any like update on new tracks or whatever, and the only thing she could tell us was that not yet, but it does look like it's going to be coming to other consoles too. So people who have PS4s and Xbox Ones and Steam uh, should be able to play Floor Kids coming up uh, within this year. Which is pretty cool because that game fucking rocks. Uh, but yeah, that was my time at PAX. Overall, I had a really good time. Really enjoyed it. Um, I, you know, I would have liked another day just so that way I didn't have to like fucking barrel through the first day. I could have taken some time. I could have sat down. I could have maybe played some tabletop games in that area where they let you try them out. Yeah. Um, and then I could have gotten to play other games that I wanted to play. But alas, uh, had a good fun time with it and uh, made it home all in one day. It was a very long day though. Very tiring. Of course. But uh, that does it for a very extended edition of what we played this week. So we'll jump right into some lightning round topics for the week. Uh, Chief among them at the very beginning, lightning round. Uh, John, you know how the lightning round, not lightning round works, right? Yes. You don't? No. I know you don't. I have to listen to the podcast. The the, the rules don't really matter The rules don't matter. Yeah, it's very much like There used to be a rule, and then we just kind of completely threw it out. doesn't really matter. 
There's no reason he's even called Lightning Round not Lightning Round anymore. Doesn't matter. That's the name of the segment. I'm yeah. not changing it. I can't change it now. Uh, the Lightning Round not Lightning Round is very simple. Uh, everything is a Lightning Round topic, which means we just go through it, give our opinions, whatever. If you feel like you got more to say on it or you want to drag it out, you just say Lightning Round pause. Or you don't and do it anyway. It doesn't really matter. It's a, it's the wild, it's, wild west. It's either the lightning round or it's not. It's like Schrodinger's lightning round. Correct. It either is going to be a lightning round topic or we're going to kind of prattle on about it. So that's why it's the lightning round, not, not lightning, lightning round. Uh, so the first topic up, very near and dear to my heart, Spider-Man, the PS4 exclusive game, got a release date and a collector's edition, which I already pre-ordered. Joe, do you have that release date? Uh, yes, it is coming out September 7th. Yeah. Uh, I actually did not know about the uh, collector edition. It's in this article, but I just pretty much just looked at the yeah. release date and went like, okay. Well, it was really funny because I was I, like, I was booting up my PS4 to like play some show or Fortnite or something on like Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day that it they announced this. And I went to the PlayStation Store just to check on something. And in the featured section of the PlayStation Store, it was a Spider-Man trailer. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch this. Like, why is it featured? And then it said the release date. And I was like, oh, fuck. Did this, is this a leak? Does no one know about this yet? <laughs> and, like, then I booted up the internet for the first time that day. And, and noticed that, like, every it. article had yeah. it. I was like, oh, I just – I saw the news in reverse than how I normally see it. But, right. yes, September the 7th of this year. Super pumped. I'm excited. Uh, which uh, version did you pre-order? I got the collector's edition, mostly because... Wait, I, the $80 or the $100 one? The collector's edition. The, the one with the, the statue. 100, yeah, the one with the statue. It's not unveiled okay. yet. Yeah, no, the uh, the $80 one is the digital deluxe. I don't think there's a physical version of that. Uh, yes, this is only digital. It's Yeah, the digital deluxe, it comes with... Um, it comes with all the future DLC. The digital deluxe yeah, edition does three DLCs. Yep, um, they haven't decided what those are yet, but that's all it's going to be. Um, they, you get some uh, skins as a pre-order bonus. The first of which is unveiled. It is the Spider Punk, where he's wearing like a jean jacket vest and he's got like spikes coming out of the top of his mask. Mm -hmm. The other two are not yet released. There's also a buy mail uh, pin that's mm -hmm. coming with it. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, there's a spider oh. drone gadget. Yep. I'm guessing that's an in-game thing. And a PS4 avatar and theme. Yes. And then the $100 uh, physical uh, collector edition uh, comes, with, comes all with all the DLC. Uh, it comes with a sticker. Uh, it comes with an art book. It comes with a custom steel case. Which looks awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just all red with the Spider-Man logo spider and silver. Logo. Yeah, um, from the game. Uh, it comes with a statue, uh, which is... So that's not unveiled. It's not unveiled yet. It they will be said unveiled it's like in the summer. Too spoilery for like the plot of the film or the the game. The game. So even though you're gonna open up the box and see the spoiler, right? No, when to you unveil buy it. it. No, uh, now. But, yeah, to unveil it, they want to. They'll probably show off a trailer that features whatever that statue is beforehand, and then which is you'll probably see gonna be statue. like you. Yeah. Him so on you're gonna get goblin fighters. Uh, what I'm guessing. Or I'm thinking it's like other spiders, maybe like they're all kind of posed near each other. Well, the picture that they show in the thing is it's got Spider-Man on top of a like a crate. Box. Yes, yeah. he is posing in that classic like bent down, crouched spider pose, yeah. like one leg could out. be on anything. Um, and it just says on something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says revealing summer 2018. Probably E3 when they also were gonna unveil other costumes in the. It's deep, probably gonna like, be like the main villain. Well, no, no we the main villain's Mr. Negative, negative, most likely, unless there's unless another main villain. Unless he's just a like, stand-in. Yeah, so I, I prayed the collectors because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Like, as John pointed out in my office here, I have the Spider-Man bridge Lego set that I have yet to build. That'll probably get built when I'm in the throes of reading all the Spider-Mans and getting super Again. pumped for Spider-Man. Um, and then I figured if I don't like the statue, like, if it's lame and it's stupid and, like, this is a big, dumb reveal... Then I'll just cancel it and get the regular game, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, at least you have it pre-ordered now. Yeah, because I think the skins and the theme and stuff are all uh, 
pre-order bonuses anyway. Yeah, they're not the digital, for the exclusive. Yeah, the digital. Yeah, those are just the just pre-order the DLC. Yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not too worried about that. Oh, it's 149.99 for yes. the yep. statue version. Yeah, but it's $120 at the Best Buy with the discount. Yeah, because it's you know you still get it on collector's editions, which is a sweet perk. So yeah. I pre-ordered that because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Did you so. see what the fast travel? Uh, animation is no. He gets on a subway and he's just standing there in his spider suit, looking at his phone. Oh, nice! And so it's like the loading screen for the fast travel. But I just thought it was funny that like no one's doing anything. People are just standing around while yeah. Spider-Man's just chilling on his phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, there was also a Game Informer article this like that came out the same day that had a bunch of information that I looked into, which is all pretty cool. Like no microtransactions, which is fantastic. All the suits and there's at least a dozen extra suits, which I assumed that there would be. Um, they're all unlocked in game with in game like achievements and things. So none of the you can't just buy new stuff. You can't buy upgrades. So they're not going to force microtransactions down your throat, uh, which is very nice. But yeah, I'm super excited for that game. Cannot wait, and it's soon, like September. September. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just a couple of months. months away. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Fortnite is available on iOS. Joe has played it, uh, but originally it was by invitation only. It is now available to everybody on the iOS. Mm-hmm. So if you have an iPhone, go ahead and give that a try. Is it on uh, Android also? Not yet. Not It'll yet. be coming okay. later, probably. I think when they initially announced it, they said a couple months after, so probably maybe end of this month, May, June, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, I've been having a blast with PUBG Mobile. I realized I can resize and move around all the buttons on the screen, oh, that's which cool. means that I'm no longer accidentally hitting shoot when I'm walking around, which is a very nice thing to stop doing. But, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to play Fortnite Mobile, you didn't get an invite, you didn't win someone's Twitter contest where you have to like and follow and get a code, or you didn't... Smash that thumbs up button. Yeah, then uh, then you can go ahead and play it right now without an invite, which is pretty sweet, because Fortnite is, is a huge deal. I've also seen that uh, Fortnite on the mobile is very popular with the ladies. Uh, it's just a lot of uh, women and, and girls playing it. Hmm. Okay. Don't know why. I just yeah. I saw a bunch of articles that are like... Gamer dudes are flipping their shit because this like they're they're not real gamers. They don't like games. Get them out of here. This is the next stage of gaming. Because gamer bros are are terrible people. But I mean, how do they? Their characters are female. What do you mean? No, they see them in class and on the subway and at a Starbucks, like playing Fortnite. What do you mean? How do they know? They see them. I'm, 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 I'm assuming that you're playing online with other people. What you are, but like seeing like people in real when life. When I'm a gamer, in. bro, sitting in my college class playing Fortnite, and I look over, and there's like two or three girls sitting there also playing Fortnite. They're like, "Wait a minute, get these kids! Why are they playing Fortnite? This Fortnite's my game. They don't even like Fortnite. They don't, you know, whatever. You know those kinds of people. I think you're one of those people based on that face you're giving me. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like people who just the people who complain about uh, IRL on Twitch. And like the girls just got her boobs out. I don't uh, like you know like those kinds of like gamer bros that are like gaming's my thing. Like get the girls out of here. Uh, I mean I'm just I just no. was confused as to who even knows who's playing it. No, just yeah. I mean I've I've life. never walked around and seen anyone playing Fortnite. You don't leave your house. We've True. talked about this. <laughs> you don't go out places. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I've seen a lot of articles recently that that's been cropping up as like. Twitter reactions are like, oh my god, I was sitting at a Starbucks and this whole table full of girls are playing Fortnite. They don't know Fortnite. Uh, it's 2018. Yeah, People I know. play video games. Yeah, but I I, that sounds like somebody blowing something out of proportion. Like oh. one guy complaining, and then all yeah, of a sudden no, it's everyone's sure. complaining. Yeah, it's the internet. Sure. That's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> like one guy on Twitter was like, "Hey," and then all of a sudden everyone apparently is doing it. No, the the articles I've seen, they have like you know four or five examples and like different people's examples. Four and five I people, know, and all of a sudden it's everyone. It's the internet, but it's still a thing <laughs> that like 
they you but then you see the likes on it. So it's like one person posted on Twitter, but then they've got you know ten thousand likes, which means those people also think that that's an issue or a problem. I'm not saying it Joe, is. Have you gone on the internet before? People yeah. blow things out of proportion. I don't yeah. go on Twitter. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, just in general. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how. It's how I don't have any social works. media or anything. Nope. That makes you antiquated, not cool. It makes me happier. <laughs> Does it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, lightning round. Joe, did you see that Xbox is teasing a big announcement regarding backwards compatibility this week? Uh, no, actually. I completely missed this. Okay, so let me pull it up because I thought you would have seen it because you're an Xbox dude. Uh, let's see, Xbox. So in the newest episode next week of their Inside Xbox show, uh, they said that they are going to be teasing. They, they, this was the tease this week and that there's going to be big news regarding backwards compatibility they're going to talk about next week. Yeah, but Any but idea I mean, like, what that could be? No, because they've already announced the Xbox One stuff, and there's already a backwards compatible Xbox One stuff, or I mean, Xbox original yes. stuff, not Xbox One stuff. And there's already 360 stuff. So unless it's going to be something where like they're going to be like, we got 500 more games we're adding to it. That's I don't probably know what it is. What else could there like unless they're going to be like bashing compatible for something else like another? So what this says, and this is uh, straight out of the uh, the tease. Um, so the episode comes out April the tenth, which is tomorrow technically. If you're listening to the show when the day it comes out, it's, it's the Tuesday, is the tenth, right? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So the episode that comes out on the tenth uh, didn't give a lot of details. But what it says is one of our most common requests is for original Xbox backwards compatibility news. And we'll be starting off the show with a big update on just that. Okay. So, so like, I think they've only... Specific games that are coming? Yeah. Or... I, I don't think they've done a bunch of the original Xbox ones. I think there's only, like, 10 or 12 it's original like Xbox. Halo it's like Halo and, like... And, like, Black and... Um, yeah, it's, like, launch games. Yeah. Well, a couple... and, like, Microsoft games. Yeah. Yeah. Strictly Microsoft. So, I mean, if it was going to be the kind of thing where they're like, we have, like, you know, 200 more games that we're adding to backwards compatibility, I guess it would be that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like unless they got the rights to post like Sega Saturn games or something. I don't know. Yeah, no. It seems like it's going to be based on Xbox original Xbox games. Yeah. So we'll see. But that's I mean, we'll, and we'll definitely cover it more in depth next week if it's worth covering. We may just offhandedly mention how stupid of a tease it was because what they said was dumb. But that'll be on the Inside Xbox show on Tuesday. Uh, lightning round, Joe. Did you you weren't a big Crash Bandicoot fan, right? No, I never played Crash Bandicoot. So you weren't the excited. only time I played Crash Bandicoot was in Uncharted Four. So you were not excited about that remaster trilogy, right? Uh, nope. John, what about you? Are you a big uh, Crash Bandicoot fan? Not really. So you did not buy the remaster trilogy? No, nope, don't uh, really care. I mean, uh, I know they're great games, and I played probably the first one when I was like ten or something, but I don't really. Were there any other games on the PlayStation One era of that ilk that you would like a remaster for? Mm, not really. I wasn't like. Into the PS1 stuff. Joe, what about you? Any other colorful cartoon characters that you would hope get a remaster? <sighs> no, I never really played a lot of the platformers. Those weren't really my, The only one I enjoyed was Mario 64 stuff. Well, then this news is not for either of you. No, it's Nor not. is it really for me. But Spyro's back, baby. You guys Spyro fans? Not really. I like Skylanders. You sure do. But yeah. oh, Spyro was only involved in like the first Skylanders. Skylanders right? was actually supposed to be a Spyro MMO. Believe well, it or not. Oh, really? I mean, it kind of was yeah no like straight extent. up online well, and like not nah, it wasn't it was only two player yeah that's but how like, it was yeah. originally pitched <laughs> i mean but yeah like but the play style is like not that far off from what it probably would right. have been 
just with all of the different characters and all the different you know kinds of things. Right. But yeah, the uh, first three Spyro games from the PlayStation One era are getting the full up remaster, much like the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. I mean, it it seemed like it was an obvious thing to happen considering yeah. how well Crash. And I feel did. like there were rumors leading up to it for a while, and then even last week I saw like a couple of news outlets got purple eggs sent to them on Easter hmm. um, that were like. Something's coming with like a just wait kind of card for it. Just yeah. sent to some people from different news outlets, and like the egg looked really cool. Uh, so it'd probably be a pretty sweet collectible. But yeah, the uh, the Spiral Remaster is coming out September the twenty first. First three games all available. It's on all the major platforms except Switch. So PS four, Xbox, Steam. Yeah. Though if it's anything like Crash Bandicoot, and if Crash Bandicoot sells well, they'll probably bring that over to the Switch as well. So maybe the Insane Trilogy will be a a litmus test for putting the remasters because I think it's the same company. Uh, it's still an Activision-owned IP now, so more so, than likely September twenty-first for forty dollars. Forty, yep. Which was exactly the same price as the uh, the Insane trilogy. So if you are a big Spiral person or just love your classic remasters of platformy games, that's for you. Hmm. It's not for any of us though. But good if you like it. I mean, I have nothing against Spyro. No. I remember playing like demos of like store kiosks and stuff. I never really got into the game. Had them yeah. on a demo desk. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah, of. I think. Yeah, I got one of the like. Uh, what was yeah. the PlayStation magazine? PlayStation magazine. It was just PlayStation. Okay. What was yeah. that PlayStation the <laughs> magazine? Yeah, PSM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember getting one of those and like putting it and playing it and being like, yeah. you know, like I said, every uh, every time I tried to play one of those types of games. All I could ever do was compare it to Mario 64 and go, it's not as good as not Mario as good 64. As nope. Um, so, like, I could never get into, like, the Banjo-Kazooie's. I could no. never get into the Spyro's. I could never get into the Crash Bandicoot, even though those weren't really, like, a Mario 64-type game. No, but still, like, if you're playing a platforming in 3D kind mm-hmm. of thing, like, just play Mario. Yeah, I, I just always like, nah, none of these are as good as Mario 64. Yep. It's a tough, tough, uh, tough road to hell. Uh, lightning round. Uh, so, recently... Star Wars announced it was getting rid of its microtransactions for all of the dumb things that it made you do microtransactions for and was making it cosmetic only, which is a thing I'm going to go back and try and see how different the game is now that they got rid of the bullshit. Uh, but they're not the only game doing that, are they, Joe? Uh, no. Uh, Shadow of War announced that they were removing all of the microtransactions from the game. So what were microtransactions in Shadow of War before? Uh, it was just like... Uh boxes with random weapons and stuff in oh, okay. it because like the it had a the kind of system where there was no set weapon like you just got like a different sword with a different name with a different rarity that had like a different stats kind of thing and yeah. you could just could open up like boxes to get random stuff out of it i'm i'm pretty sure that's what it was i never tried it cuz mm-hmm. i didn't really care yeah um and i was like nah never mind um so they announced that they're going to be removing all the microtransactions from the game uh that's good like cool it just seemed kind of like a little too little too late yeah. like I, are people even still playing that game anymore it didn't have any kind of multiplayer it was all a single player game so I'm sure people are like still picking it up every once in a while people are still picking up games years after they come out but yeah. it just seems like a weird announcement for a game that's already and I don't want to say it's antiquated but it's a couple months old like it could be a thing where it's a hey people who are super down on microtransactions come pick our game up because we don't have any anymore yeah I'm maybe true. It's, a, it's a cash grab for people that were stubborn like yeah I know when Star Wars announced they were getting rid of them, I immediately was like, hey, Tyler, are you going to play Star Wars now that it got rid of all the really dumb things that we didn't like about it beforehand? So, But once again, it's, it's a single-player game. Or a single-player yeah. game. Like, I have no problem with microtransactions in a single-player game. No. Because, like, you can just choose not to do them and it won't affect your game. No. Like, exactly. there's microtransactions in Far Cry. I've never bothered to buy them. It doesn't feel like it changes the game in any yeah, way, so no shape, point. or form. So what's the big deal? 
I understand like being mad about him for multiplayer games because you know it changes like the flow of the multiplayer. Yeah. But eh, I mean, okay, it just seemed like a weird thing to announce. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, there are people that are steadfastly anti microtransactions. Anything with microtransaction in it. Like, I saw a lot of people yeah. saying like, I'm not going to buy Far Cry because it has microtransactions. Exactly. In. Maybe now those people will go buy it. Be like, all right, they got rid of this stupid thing, and I did hear it was actually good, so I'll go pick it up. Yeah. Like I technically won, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna <laughs> go get it. I won. Here's my sixty dollars. Yeah. So I mean, that's still good. Is there a date when that's happening, or has that already happened? Um, I already lost the article. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, yes. Uh, all right, lightning round. Warner Brothers, the video game publisher, not necessarily the movie studio, has gotten exclusive rights to a famous franchise. Joe, what franchise is that? Um, well, a couple of months ago, we reported that um, we Hitman. Did. We reported. We that. reported. Yeah. Breaking exclusive. news. Yeah. Exclusive. Was, yeah. Broken clocks. Exclusive. That was definitely us. Uh, that uh, Hitman was dropped by uh, Idos and therefore Square. Square was, owns Idos. So, yeah. and I yeah. don't think Idos exists anymore. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, just like we're not making Square. Hitman games anymore. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So they they dropped the studio uh, IO Interactive, um, and it just basically became. Like independent. a freelance independent studio, yep. and they said they were still going to keep supporting Hitman. I think they were still putting out like DLC stuff for Hitman even after that happened. Uh, but now Warner Brothers has bought up the studios, and they have the exclusive publishing rights for the Hitman series from this point onward. So fans of the Hitman series don't have to worry about if they're ever going to get another game. Uh, Warner Brothers is going to be putting them out from this point on. Well, I, mean, I don't they know they if they're going to worry about getting another game. But well, it's true. Now more likely that they will than it was. Yeah, I mean, last week. Why would they bother buying it if they weren't planning on putting out another game? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Do they have the movie rights? Who has the movie rights for Hitman? It's probably not Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It. I'm going to look I mean, up. I didn't bother watching the last movie. No, but if it's one of those things where it's like, cool, we've got the movies, now we can get the game, or now we've got the games, let's oh, see if we can get the movies. Oh, now we own the full franchise. Yeah, let's see, if we can't, uh, let's see if we can't get something and like double dip, so to speak. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't really think about that when uh, uh, that happened. So let's see, the Hitman movie, the first one. Let's see when that, let's see who put that out. Dun, 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 dun. I'm trying to find it. There's no Wikipedia thing, readily available at the top, which stupid. I mean, this movie's stupid, so it's totally fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have it. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible. Good to know. It was a terrible movie. The uh, the remake was also not good. I don't. I don't care. I'm moving on. But yeah, no, that's good for Hitman fans. I was never a huge Hitman fan, so. Yeah, like, I never could get into them. Maybe a, a new game with a new publisher will be a good thing. Do you ever play the Hitman games, Sean? I really like the Hitman games, actually. Nice. Um, I like have a thing for stealth games, and especially stealth games that like give you other things to do. So, yeah. like, I liked how there was like different ways you can kill people, and there's uh, like achievements for you know, or trophies for accidentally killing all of the people, or like not actually killing any of them. So, the, um, uh, I enjoyed them. I didn't play the new one because I am anti like. Um, like downloadable, not the, not the, DLC, the but anti-episodic one. Season, episodic yeah, one. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to play the game. Just give me all of it at once. I, well, yeah. there's a like I think a definitive edition now. Sure, there is now. But it. like when it was coming out, it was just like here's you know paid twenty bucks for the first one. I was just like, I don't yeah, nah, and then wait like two it. months to get the yeah. next part yeah. of the game. So yeah, I'll play it. But too. I mean, yeah. the most fun I ever had with a Hitman game was when they put out the like sniper demo for Absolution. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, played that a lot. I think it's now a standalone thing that you can just get. Yeah, but like I don't care. It's still on my hard drive. It's a yeah. 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay, so no, movies. so not Different. Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe they'll make a play for those and double dip. 
because that would be probably worthwhile than maybe you get a good video game movies slash good movie video game because they it works both ways of being equally terrible hmm. there's only a couple examples where yeah. it's good well i'm sure fox probably doesn't really care about hanging on to that license anymore so maybe they'll buy it up yeah. Warner brothers yeah disney will sell it to them in six months when that sale goes through <laughs> oh yeah um, all right, uh, lightning round, and this will finish off the lightning round because I don't think we have anything else. Uh, Joe, tell me about this game that's no longer with us. Every once in a while, we do in memoriams for games that are dead, and we have a new one that has died. Rest in peace, this game. Technically, the game died months ago, <laughs> and they finally <laughs> shot the This is the, the funeral for it. <laughs> it was on life support, and they finally pulled yeah, the plug. Yeah, they pulled the plug. Yes. Uh, uh, Bosky Studios, which is uh, the studio owned by Cliffy B, the creator of the Gears of War games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a game come out called Lawbreakers. It was another like hero shooter type thing. Uh, Overwatch clone. Yeah, an Overwatch. Of, yeah. One of those type of things. A Paladins ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he had a game come out called Lawbreakers that was very quickly completely demolished. <laughs> I I didn't even think this game was out yet. No, it came out it came out months ago. Yeah, uh, no, and it quickly know. died. It, it was one of those things where like the internet just kind of watched with complete and utter fascination at how something could go so badly. Um, which was funny because like I watched gameplay for the game and it didn't look half that bad. It's just the kind of thing where. It came out at the wrong time when this like the market was already being flooded by these types of games. Yeah. Plus, I think a lot of people are very anti Cliffy B. Lately. He's a huge asshole. <laughs> Is that it? I just knew that like people loved Gears and he was everywhere for a while, and now everyone just kind of hates him. And I don't know if I missed a thing he did or a thing he said. He did or if a it's lot of just, stuff. That's just now. Now he's been around long enough where people have their definitive opinion on him, and it's not good. Well, it was a. I mean, one of the major things was like he, um, he became like very anti Xbox, um, despite the fact that despite the fact that like Gears of War like kind of made him like you know that's the game that really kind of put his name out there and stuff. And then he became like very anti Xbox and like kept shitting on Xbox people, Mm -hmm. and um, everyone was kind of like, wow, what an asshole. And then like he quit for a while and like kind of became like one of those douchey Instagram guys that was just like posting pictures of him on his private jet and like, hey, check out my new Lamborghini kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of became like a real like douchey dude bro. Yeah. That everyone was like, man, this guy's kind of an asshole. He probably really hates girls that play Fortnite. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, and um, he kind of became like a douchey. And then he was like, I'm leaving games and I'm never coming back. And then like, it was like, hey, I'm back and I got this game and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. And everyone just kind of went like, eh, fuck you, Clippy. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't think necessarily that the game, like people didn't buy it just because they didn't like him, but like, like I said, it came out in a time where like the market was being completely oversaturated by these kind of types of games. Yeah. Um, and he kept like talking about how it was going to be the greatest thing ever. And then like it came out and like within a month, I think it was down to like five players, congruent yeah. players on steam, like at the time. Um, cause I think it only came out on steam. Oh, and well. they were and originally he was saying like it's going to come out on Steam and PlayStation because he hates Microsoft so much. Yeah, very anti Microsoft. Yeah. And then like him. yeah, did yeah, it yeah. backstab him? No, it's just <laughs> no. Um, but like uh, and like originally I think it was supposed to come out the PlayStation, but it like crashed and burned so quickly that they Why? canceled the yeah. PlayStation version. And then like eventually people were just posting on Twitter of like the Steam things saying like, you know, do we like the countdown? Like there are five people playing. There are four people playing 
there are two people playing. That's there sad. are zero people playing this game. Aww. Yeah, so uh, finally they decided, like, there was rumors that the game was going to go free to play to try and get people, like, back on, like, onto playing it. But that then they just said... happen. Yeah, true. But I think, like, the damage was just way too done at yeah. that point. And well, they officially announced, like, the game is dead. They're not going to be supporting it anymore. They're going to look onto other things now. Yeah. Like, at best, going free to play, like, extends you for six months to a year. Like, very rarely does it, like, reinvent it gets, you. It gets you more than five people playing. Yeah. <laughs> but you but, still have to pay for server costs and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like... And, like, but, yeah, it's with the cost-to-benefit ratio because, like, how long are you going to get people? Right. It's not like you're going to go from five players to a million players yeah. and now you have a sustainable business model you'll get people to play it you'll maybe get an extra six months out of it but is that really worth it probably not you're just going to hemorrhage more money yeah well and then like the thing is like there's so many of these types of games now that like it's it's better for them to leave yeah, like just get out it's already a, a, a tapped market and overwatch, overwatch is already winning like paladins yeah. already lost that battle like yep. we don't need another one and like it's unfortunate that like i don't know like the, the idea is already taken and like I mean, it's already and it's done right. People can try. Like Joe and I sat here talking about how Fortnite was so stupid for pivoting and trying to do a battle royale when PUBG was just fucking killing it, and now Fortnite's killing it. And who knew? But it's different though, like because f- Fortnite has like the whole like um, building mechanic and yeah. everything to it. So like it's got its thing. But I think that that, that yeah, so like, people can still try. Like if right. you want to put out a hero shooter, you could try. But, but it's got to be different. You've got to you've got to have an element that's or, yeah, apart. not different. It's got to yeah. be a I different, mean, different game, enough. This game did do that. Like it had its old uh, like zero gravity thing where the the gravity in the game was all weird. So, like, there were zero gravity areas where you would just kind of, like, float around. It was a lot speedier. It was kind of like a mix between, like, Overwatch and Titanfall, where, like, it was very high mobility. Where, huh. like, you're, like, running on walls. Uh, there are areas where, like, the gravity was heavier, heavier and, like, lighter and, like, zero gravity. Yeah. Um, but it just, it looked... That's s- not enough of a gimmick. And also, like, think. it just really looks super generic. There's a bunch of YouTube videos uh, out there that if you're, you're interested, you can watch that have, like, kind of the the whole breakdown of, like, how badly this went. Yeah, I'm not going to watch those. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm just don't saying, like, if, if anyone is interested, <laughs> yeah, there, no, are, there are people that yeah. do, like, kind of... You're alerting them, not me. I'm just letting them and you and everyone know I'm not watching <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, the, the, you know, you watch it and the people will just be talking about, like, how super generic the designs are, yeah. um, how, like, you know, poorly designed certain aspects of the game were that just kind of made people go, like, eh, yeah, no. Yeah. Weird marketing tactics, like... Um, like, not letting people know it was out. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I completely no, didn't, strange decision they didn't know it existed until I found out it was dead. Yeah. I watched like a YouTube video about like how the obvious like paying of um like uh like Twitch streamers to like uh, market it and the kind of thing where like very clearly this guy was paid money to like market the game kind of thing. Sponsored. Yeah. That's all right, Clivy B, we'll play your game if you want to give us money. That's, I'll tell you that right now. Well, the game doesn't exist anymore for no, any game. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Give me money and I'll play any game. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of how it works sure. out. Uh, I'm I'm not above it. <laughs> I'm not above selling out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Lots of people that were doing that online. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll sell out hardcore. I don't care. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, which does it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can also find, as I stated earlier, our main event podcast for WrestleMania 34, our entire marathon day of watching wrestling uh, and talking about it. will be up there as well. Hopefully, we enjoy it. 
I'm super excited. And hopefully we don't have a nine hour podcast for you. No, it's no, the podcast <laughs> won't be that long because we'll start out being like, we got so much to talk about. We, we can't dilly dally and it'll end up being way shorter than we anticipated. Yeah. And then afterwards we'll be like, yeah, it was, um, uh, it was, a, it was a show. It was, it, was, a long day. it was a long day. It was really great. Um, but it's 1am and I'm tired and <laughs> I want to go home. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that, that I don't want to undersell it. It's going to be awesome. Don't it's worry. WrestleMania. You should, you should totally listen to the podcast. I'm not saying the podcast yeah. will be bad. The first part will be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, the second part will probably be good too. And who knows if it's super spectacular and awesome, we're going to be amped and super jazzed about it. So, um, just it's going to be a long day but i'm excited for it um so that's coming up so you can listen to that on all those same places remember you can get in touch with us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh so let us know if you're sad about lawbreakers dying if you went to pax what did you play what were you excited about uh did you buy any cool uh tabletop games or anything like that are you a spiral fan what do you think the xbox backwards compatibility thing is who knows um Definitely let us know at those places, uh, Facebook and Twitter, at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, John, thanks for joining us on this week's Gamescast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, thanks for so much for coming on and making this a three-man team. Yeah, I'm glad I could uh, impart some NHL knowledge. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, listen, I'm the only one who plays the sports games, and I feel like they're in the gaming world. There's not enough people talking about sports. No. Like, sports people talk about sports games on sports podcasts, right. but there's not a lot of sports games talked about on video games yeah, podcasts, so I like segregated. that we do that. Uh, so I talked about my MLB last week and your NHL this week. Yeah. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast, Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening.